You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazed Bob, and today I'm joined by Ryan, aka The Yip Show. How you doing? Hello, Bob. I'm doing great. Doing fantastic. How are you, Bob? Does anyone ever ask how you are? You do sometimes, but you're the only one. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Uh, It's just for appearances. I... You don't have to answer. I was say, you can move. You can he move usually on. tells us regardless of if anybody asks. So, oh, <laughs> that that makes more sense. Do I? I yes, really. You do. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm doing pretty good today. <laughs> <laughs> that other beautiful voice is Mel, aka Melarita. How you doing? Hello, I'm good. Do you see his compliment there? He's trying to make up for not letting me go first. Yeah. It's like if I call her beautiful, it's okay if I introduce Yip first. I put I actually put in a complaint. I said you have a choice. Either I go first or you call me beautiful when I'm the second when I go second, but I see he went with this option. Yeah, went with this option too. <laughs> and for the second time on the show, we have uh the toast of F's in the chat, streamer extraordinaire Winky. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing, doing well. Doing my wonderful. my goal today is not to interrupt Mel. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we all do it, so don't feel bad. <laughs> this is such what a this this is such nonsense narrative. I feel like I've been interrupted by Mel just as much as nope. anyone's interrupted Mel. Nope. <laughs> they Bob edits it out of the audio podcast. I don't know. And it's my interrupting Ugh. out and not yours. <laughs> when when I joined this podcast, well, I guess when Mel joined this podcast. I was quickly the quietest one. I was like, I have to fight to talk. I have to like <laughs> break my way in and interrupt these people. I just keep talking. I learned. They they know what's up. You just keep talking until the other person it's backs true. down. It's like it's a dog true. dominance move. Just like, I'm not stopping. <laughs> you just act like the other one's not talking. Yeah. And you just yeah. keep talking. Well, honestly, that's the best way is for someone to just like the two people start talking one person stops i can cut that completely from the audio but when someone says sorry yep or sorry so and so or oh just let me do this real quick i got to leave that in at that point you yeah know but at I mean? that point it's like a game of chicken yeah you're right? the staring like, out is the funny part you, you both just look first. you guys make eye, you make eye contact with them and you're like this is way more <laughs> oh and sometimes you guys go on for a bit and i'm like who said something better? I'll decide which one to use. <laughs> oh, no. Post post editing is the worst in the world. I'm telling you, it's it's horrible. And then you go back and you hear the things that people were saying and you were saying, and you're like, "Why were we talking about this for 15 minutes?" Oh yeah. As you're as you're <laughs> editing it, oh, it's great. 
yeah. for me it's like i don't hear like i feel like we'll miss something and then you listen to the audio and you're like i didn't even hear them say that <laughs> like i just ignored that entirely somehow right like you hear like go on to a new topic like you introduce yeah. a new topic and you're like you're just not even gonna address what they just said <laughs> nope didn't even hear it Sorry. it makes you feel any better the one that gets cut the most is me <laughs> Because I say something stupid in the middle of your stuff or like use some song lyric or movie reference. And I'm like, OK, I'm yeah, you're, you're acting humble right now. You're like, I cut myself the most. But really, it's like this <laughs> egotistical, like, you got to make yourself sound the best. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Do you ever add your opinion in uh, during posts? <laughs> just, <laughs> just so people can't that contest would be it. Hilarious. <laughs> Yo, you better not. And then I just, and I just have like sound clips of Yip going, yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Point, Bob. <laughs> I don't listen to all the audio ones when they come out. Please do not start doing this. Right. I don't do that. I don't do that. I wouldn't that would, know. That would ruin be like, my integrity. Like, wow, Yep, that was a great point last week when you agreed with Bob. <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> oh man alright well at the top of the show I like to remind everybody that we do stream live on Twitch it's twitch.tv slash match those buttons usually on Friday nights follow us on Twitter to know when we go live that's WC Reloaded on Twitter so for the show today we're going to go through regular house housekeeping we, we got a lot of reviews so we weren't able to Two of these are from like last week, so like we're we are catching up, but we're not gonna do more than like three a week. So we'll get to the ones that came in next week. We got an email. Still not gonna get to the long email. We're gonna do that next week. I think next week will be perfect for it. So stay tuned for that. Then we're gonna do what we've been doing in WoW lately. It's probably gonna be a lot of hardcore talk. And then we're gonna get to the raid progress. We had a great raid night last unnerfed raid then the classic team just likes to switch between projects like you know tons of tbc news hit and there's just a little bit of uh of a season of master of mastery news and then at the end we're going to kind of get into strategies that the uh you know raid one for road to rag has been kind of thinking about or working on to like get geared up get into to molten core and eventually get to rag so it should be a good show let's strap in and yep we had some reviews <laughs> we did have some reviews no no um, we cannot let this go the whole time bob's talking yip's got this little cat video on his green screen behind him <laughs> Thank God I didn't look, dude. Oh, my oh, God, I that would have killed me. In my head, you were struggling the whole time. Like, you're not oh, sure how to man. handle what's going on. Um, I was reading it off the, the notes. <laughs> someone posted it in Discord, a really cute cat gift, so I thought I'd put it back there uh, for a moment uh, while I read some of these reviews. So we did have uh, some great reviews. So the first one for The Alliance. I love Ooh. the show and listen each week. I'm actually on White Main as well and Raid with Risen. That's a much better guild than ours. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> our server doesn't die and people transfer in and save us. Good luck with your raids each week and keep up the good content. South Jehoda, Hunter Main. Uh, our server's dying. <laughs> um, in just the last two weeks, I've talked to two people who, uh, whose guilds have just fallen apart or transferred. I have got no hope for White Main any longer. Uh, but I do. We're not going anywhere, so we can 
we can Risen and Varklock and can die together till the end uh, <laughs> on White Main together. And then many, many unless times. they open up free transfers. <laughs> if free transfers open up, we can talk about <laughs> and together. benediction together. Uh, instead, though, I think we're stuck here. But uh, but thank you and oh, for the alliance. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. That was so weak. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I you know, it's at the beginning. The, uh, for the yeah. alliance at the end is for the alliance, you know. But at the beginning, oh, seems like oh, you can't. Yeah. Everything else after just doesn't seem as uh, <laughs> important. Uh, the next <laughs> review, love it. I love this show. I quit WoW after Cataclysm and returned for Classic WoW. I quit WoW Classic. I'm flipping them the words uh, after a bit due to IRL issues, but I'm back doing part to this podcast. These bring uh, these folks bring game knowledge, experience, and topics of concern slash interest to many players. They're entertaining and informative at the same time. Keep it up. Thank you, Keith. Uh, thank you for your review. That is incredible. And the thank last so one, much. someone who uh, is, I assume, is the person who called us out originally. Uh, <laughs> I can only assume from this. I, I, of course, blacked out the moment where this happens. Anytime I get any sort of negative criticism that goes back into the <laughs> vault and I never think of about it again. Uh, but from Big Chuck Juicy, uh, we've got <laughs> eggplant emoji. <laughs> Uh, I did, and he he spelled it out. It doesn't. There's no eggplant emoji. He just. (laughs) This is the title. Yeah, it's in quotes. Uh, I did. So I did my 2021 Spotify Wrapped, and apparently I've listened to y'all for 71 episodes for a total of 8,343 minutes this year. Yeesh. Oh God. (laughs) But I must commend you, unless this is some of Bob's editing wizardry. The to-be-fair count has dropped to an average of below one per episode since my last review months ago. Keep it up and feel free to say my name again. Uh, thank <laughs> you for your review, Big Chuck Juicy. And unfortunately, it's not because we're being conscientious of uh, <laughs> providing the greatest you know, experience possible for you guys. It really comes down to the fact I can't say it unironically anymore. After you called us out, it's like a joke. <laughs> Anytime I say to be fair, I can't say it seriously anymore. It's gone. Uh, Even so, when I'm talking to other people, every time I say to be fair now, it like resonates in me and I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Oh, God. And I'm like, yeah. they don't understand the joke. But <laughs> this is funny. So, and I did make a YouTube video. It was about five minutes long of just to be fairs, you know, of like cuts of the show of to be fair, 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 to be fair. Who was the most frequently uh, in that video? It was a toss up between you and me. I didn't count, though. I think it was you. I think I think we did count and it was you for sure. (laughs) So what do you alternatively say? Wait, like instead of to be fair, what? How do you open a statement? Um. Well, in consideration of others, of <laughs> in consideration, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know some people like this, but in my opinion, some, but to play devil's advocate for a moment, there you go. That's the, that's the I better do, one. I do devil's advocate a lot, which I'm going to continue to do because I want you to know that it's not my actual opinion. I just want to have conversation on it. You know what the I one I use the with... most is? Oh, go ahead. No, I don't want to cut you off. Make a joke. I, <laughs> oh. I, I just start with if you weren't stupid, you'd. No, I'm just kidding. There you go. Mm. I like uh, if I'm being honest. That's usually how I open a statement. Yeah, the problem, the only, 
The only problem is, is I think that those have functionally different <laughs> meanings. Because to, to be I fair, that comes was going in. wave. I thought you were going to say the only difference is that I'm never honest. No, and it was. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I just mean like the to be fair is usually I'm I'm proceeding at something I don't necessarily agree with or like I try to. That's where I'm I'm giving a different perspective. It's usually not me being honest. It's like to be fair, some idiots might believe this. <laughs> uh, and I used to work with a guy like closely he was like my my you know partner at work we you know worked on all the projects together and sometimes he'd be like well to be honest blah 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 to be honest blah 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 and he'd do that a lot and be like thinking to myself are you just normally not honest with me like what's going on <laughs> you have to announce it when you're honest <laughs> it, look, it's a little easier to do that than announce when you're lying okay it's a little weirder that's that fair way. yeah no, I think it's more I think it's more so addressing the variety of uh phrases that we use cuz I think we just used it way too much. Yeah, we I honestly I don't I don't even know if that's true or not, but it uh, no matter what, I can't say it unironically anymore. So it, minimally, okay. uh let's let's say it again. Big Chuck Juicy, you at least ruined it for us. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for your reviews. We also got an email from uh, from someone who I'm pretty sure was popping into our streams as we've been streaming hardcore, which is nice. Uh, Netty. Wait, he's cheating on us, and he's popping into your stream too. Oh yeah, he actually he. Mm. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you didn't know that. Oh. He popped in and was complaining about <laughs> you guys for a little bit, giving me some of the inside details of what goes on in your streams. Oh uh, man. But from Netty, oh, no, I don't want to call him out. That's a little bit on blast. But <laughs> hey, I've been listening to the podcast at work for the last few months, and I'm enjoying it so much. I love everyone. I can drift off at work for two to three hours, and my night goes a lot quicker. I pick up awesome tips and listen to cool discussions. Been chatting with Bob and Mel today while they do Season of Mastery together. I have to say, <laughs> I have one thing to say. Mel, why are you so deep? And hold on, let me put you on follow. Uh, I'm assuming, <laughs> uh, is it Bob following Mel? Is that always? Yeah, always. He, He's like he came in Mel. and was like, "I'm bored because Bob's always following. <laughs> I'm I'm popping into to your stream because you're you're doing the action pulls. You know, if you want to see action and danger, oh, you pop yeah. into the yip show. I don't think that's if you want to see some people yelling at each other about herbalism, <laughs> that's when you. <laughs> the, the the Mel, you're too deep. Is like she'll just keep be getting in there. Oh, like, like, like deep. Oh. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like hitting the edges, you know, and like she's like just running right in there. I'm like, Mel, you're too deep. You're too deep. You're Yo. Too, uh, uh. Whatever. That's like, that's like when we play arena. We were, playing, we were doing fives last night. Whenever like a, someone who's usually playing PVE joins. Uh, so we had our, our good enhanced shaman, Wop Slime, our, our good friend <laughs> um, in the guild. He just sprints to the back line. We're like, no. <laughs> Get back to us. Come back. Oh, that was Bob initially. That was every oh, warrior. It's every melee at the beginning. Season one of Arena. It was like, all right, I'm charging in. And it'd be like, I am stealthed on my druid, like way far away from you. I don't know how you expect to heal. That's why I don't feel bad for putting on blast because every single one of us did it. We're like, I want to kill this healer oh, yeah. back here. <laughs> We're just charging all the way back. Yep. Yep. Into all the shaman totems. Like. <laughs> You're just like right there. Yep, it's fine. Um, but that was from Nettie on Firema EU. Thank you so much. And thanks for popping into our streams. It's been fun to yeah. uh, play Season of Mastery and chat with people and uh, not die. I yeah. Or die. die. 
Or sometimes die. <laughs> yeah, occasionally you know. die. I've I've had some pretty close calls. I play fast and stupid, but the the living is the fun part, that thrill, the exhilaration of of me sitting there at five percent health sheeping something as I'm just like getting my mana back rejetting. That's mm-hmm. where <laughs> I mean I guess I can wait until we talk about what we've been doing lately to well, tell you. About I've got my some good news for you. That was our last email. <laughs> yep. Whoops. So who does want to go first on what we've been doing lately? I'll do it because uh, once again, I'm what? falling behind on everything. <laughs> so, uh, I haven't done much except we had a prospecting party before raid and I felt it really important to talk about this where we just got so many living rubies. It was unbelievable. We prospected uh, like 900 or something like that and we got like 18 living rubies. It was like people, one person got three living rubies in a row. Uh, it was it was incredible. So nice. that was fun. I feel like we're uh, really extending the definition of party, right? Like prospecting parties. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mel. You <laughs> weren't invited, so <laughs> I can understand how you don't know exactly what it's like. But it, we all get together before you? raid. We have a special little uh, hangout that we do, and we we all we crack <laughs> open a nice brew. We <laughs> all right. It's a good time. All right. I picture Pitt time. and like his. Like summoned companion pet, just prospecting right. and calling it a, par- a prospecting party. party. <laughs> broke. I don't. I don't even bring the ore. It's it's our it's our guild bank manager, Kim, who brings he's the ore. He's a nut. He's also I doing love something. Him, but he's a nut. He's doing something incredible right now. Uh, I'm just gonna feed off of what he's doing this week. So it sounds like I still play this game every day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he we have a secret Discord now called called Varg Flock and Treasury. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell people. <laughs> no, uh, it's cool though because we, he's putting in these like work orders. So before he was like whispering us whenever there were work orders that needed to be done. Uh, he manages everything for the guild bank, so we need like 200 sharpening stones made, something like that. Now it's like a little quest game. He puts work <laughs> orders into the server, and it'll be like, I like take these from this bank, make 200 weight stones. Reward five wait stones for yourself and you get to keep them and put the rest into the guild bank that he says and that's fun uh, i haven't gotten to do that's any awesome. yet but um my, i haven't my... gotten to do one either but yeah it yeah. feels like listen it's like part of i i love it because he's utilizing behavioral principles which is what i do and it's like you take this time and i will give you this and motivate you to complete this task for me right he gave me like he sent me so many herbs one time and was like, will you craft potions with these herbs or elixirs with these herbs and you can keep all the procs that you get? And I'm like, Ooh, OK, that's big. Yeah. So I crafted all of these elixirs and then I was like, are you sure you don't want some of these? I feel like I should donate to the bank. Like, I don't know. like first of all, I'm, you know. I get all my materials from the bank, and then when I'm not on doing that, I'm on hardcore. So I don't really need all the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's how I am too. I don't. I have no use for money. I mean, I don't have my epic flyer, but other than that, I have no use for money. It's cool you mentioned that though. It's it's a kind of a dream of mine. It's kind of a cringy dream, but it's still a dream of mine. That it remind that reminds me of something that I've always wanted with Classic WoW, which is like a a real RP server with real rp on it where you can go there and like there's just some guy behind the the, the counter at, at the goldshire inn right and he's like go kill 15 kobolds and get me you know 10 candles and when you come back i'll trade you 
these three minor healing potions that I crafted, right? That would be so cool to me, and it'll never happen. Ever. I, I I think that 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 is really cool. It's like the GTA RP stuff. And, yeah. Uh, back in the day in RuneScape, gotta throw that in <laughs> before we're done. Uh, oh, on God. forums, there used to be like companies and work orders all the time. It'd be like we're hiring this many miners to get like we need this much ore and we're gonna pay this price. And I always yeah, thought that stuff cool. was cool. Combine that. I grew up on an RP PvP server, so I get it. Mm -hmm. I want the NPCs to be players. I want the leather worker to be sitting there selling me his, his goods. <laughs> I, I definitely get it. Yeah, I like I I'm a D&D &D player at heart and like the the potential that classic specifically classic has, whether it's TBC or, or regular classic, it is. It's through the roof and people just need to I think people need to latch on to it and like just dive into the RP. I might well, actually I think if they like, gave you it. another way, right? Because let's be honest, in classic, we didn't go and farm our own materials because we had the money to do it and to buy it the bots and, did it for us yeah all the bots yeah well and it was like you'd go out and you just have to aimlessly farm mobs right and it just seemed like okay it's gonna take forever right but if you had a way to get any anything you wanted so you could get you know a flask of you know whatever by doing this quest and maybe it was really hard right but you at least had a way to do it without being alchemy and without going and farming your own mobs right i don't know that probably changes a lot that i'm not considering so that's why you need player npcs offering the flask <laughs> yeah they have add-ons for it there is an add-on where you can uh leave things in your inventory and it turns your character into a vendor and people can come up to trade you and if they have the add-on it shows like what you have for sale and what the prices are and like what you desire and like you can barter back and forth. I'm down for this. This season, this season is the season of hardcore. Next season. Next season. Next season. <laughs> season, RP season. RP. I'm down. We'll start it. We'll we're, take we're over doing. the internet as a G GTA RP did. I've been desperately okay, trying to get my that... guild to let me RP raid. I <laughs> Listen, really that would be so cool. Isn't player NPC like completely conflicting what do you mean like what is npc well, no it wouldn't for? be npc it, it, so okay it wouldn't be, be a player NPC. it would be players vendors like it'd be a player vendor like you know it'd be it'd be nice you you'd have right, to you like overwrite you can't say imagine NPC it'd be an rpc it'd be real player character or whatever right because it's a non-player character yeah. right is npc well, yeah, uh, yes. So you yeah, have a well, player, non-player character? I dumbed yeah, it, it's, it's just dumbed down for everybody. It's just, <laughs> so you understand the principle, you know? Instead of going <laughs> to the repair shop, you yeah. gotta go to a blacksmith who will repair your gear for you, you know? That's mm -hmm. the, that's the core. Or, my dream, I just want to go into Black Temple yelling, Illidan! <laughs> your, oh your time has come to an end, I villain! Can't. We kicked you out of Azeroth, and now it's time to rid, rid the universe of you once and for all. <laughs> That'd be cool. Left, you I'm should extended. do it and then and just clip it. You know, and start as I'm my, with you, yip. As my guild groans at me. I would. I, I have the kind of horrible tank attitude that I would subject everybody I'm, to. I make people do it in hardcore daily. Like if I like before I did Deadmines <laughs> with Cricks, uh, I made everyone kneel in a circle and I said a prayer uh, for the group oh. in the in the Discord comms before going in. Like it I think hard hardcore players are more inclined to just laugh. You know, typically the RP's funny. So they they get in there and have some fun with it. 
It's pretty cool. It, it, it is fun. Well, that's all I've been doing. I'll let the floor go. I, I'm extending my time as much as I can for someone who played barely more okay, than Raid. This I week. actually played this last week quite a bit. But do, hardcore counts, right? Of course, hardcore counts. Okay, because if it didn't, I would have nothing to say. Because <laughs> I raided. And then other than that, like I actually got, so I raided on Tuesday night. And then I logged on on Thursday and I got to the raid on Thursday and iPod messages me and is like, you still have your spirit buff from Tuesday. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but in between, I was working on my hardcore duo with Bob. And it's been going. It's been good. We've had a lot of fun. Bob gets mad at me because, you know, he has to pee. Eight million times. Well, spatial awareness is what usually I, I'm like because I'll be I'll be we'll be running some somewhere and I turn the camera backwards so I could just watch and I'm watching her. I'm like she's gonna aggro that bub. She's and not I gonna don't. just turn left just a little bit. And you do <laughs> you do to the spatial awareness. Can I put Bob <laughs> on blast really quick? I wasn't gonna do yeah, this, sure. but it's it, I. I tuned in for like a minute and I saw the funniest chain of events I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> You're walking to, to Thelsimar in Lochmodan from like south where the trogs are. And Bob doesn't tell you anything. Stops in the middle of the road and starts crafting bolts. And then he's just standing there and you're like, where are you, Bob? And you're, and you're just like, crafting bolts. And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. And then as you're coming towards Thalsamar, Mel goes and grabs an herb, and you're just like, you're like, I should have been the herbalist, so because I would know which herbs to go get <laughs> or something. And I was like, Bob, <laughs> you're just standing in the middle of the road crafting bolts, you crazy person. Welcome to my life, right? Oh well, my I think God. I said I would have known which ones were were not worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> you even like clarified that. you didn't mean like right now either, but I just thought it was really funny. Oh my God. Yes. And Nettie can probably attest he's watched a lot of our hardcore streams, but Bob goes on follow way too often and in very inconvenient times, right? Like we're like deep in a cave and he's like, all right, I'm going to put you on follow. And I'm like, put me what? Like. He's like, I really got to pee. And I'm like, this is not the place of your time. Remind everyone of your classes. I'm a priest and he's a warlock. Warlock priest. Yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty sure usually when I put you on follow, it's like. Usually. We're, we're in a non-scary area. And when I'm not, I'm like, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure? Okay. You sure you're going to be okay? And she's like, yes, Bob. Okay. Well, he put me, he goes, I need to drink. And I pulled the murloc the other day. And he's like, okay, I say I need a drink, and you pull a murloc. And I'm like, this murloc is two levels below me. I will be 100% fine. Like, I've killed a hundred of them already waiting for this stupid quest. She's also a priest with, you know, the greater wand. So it's basically god mode until, like, level, like, 25 Very or good. so. Greater yeah, like, I just destroyer. shield and wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 to be honest, like... People people have their opinions on like what the easiest class is to play in hardcore, and it's mostly you know hunter, uh, warlock, and then down the list from there. I think priest is number one, the easiest class to play in hardcore. Period. Yeah, I priest mean, I, awesome. I have so mm -hmm. many, I have so many like oh shit buttons, right? Mm -hmm. And priest <laughs> like, you warlock, desperate prayer at like ten or something crazy. 
priest warlock's insane. Yeah. Like the, the utility together is crazy. Well, what's in there? I'm doing a mage priest with a, another friend, and we're in like a cave, and this priest is all by herself, like two levels below the cave and just destroying everything. And we're like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, They're we nuts. did have this one encounter. This was interesting. Okay, so we go to this. We're in this cave. We're deep in this cave, right? <laughs> Which I know everybody tells us not to go deep into a cave, but you know, we get bored just like Yip does, but we survive, unlike Yip does. Um, and <laughs> I'm a warrior, a <laughs> warlock priest over there. Your warlock <laughs> priest duo. <laughs> Fair. But we get to this spot where you have to, you know, fight these three mobs for this quest. And there's a druid there. And we get there and Bob says, like, hey, you can go first, right? And so then he he attacks these mobs. This was the quest. This was the last Trog quest. The three NPCs, they're not elite, but they're named in the cave. It's the last Trog quest on the Trog quest lighted Lokomodan. Lakabodan. Right. Is it in Lakabodan? It's a very dangerous quest. Yeah. It's a very dangerous very quest. scary one, yeah. Well, we we survived. But we tell this druid, Bob tells this druid, you can go first. We'll wait, right? Because he was sitting there waiting for the spawn. So he so they spawn, he goes in and he attacks. And I like, I'm like, okay, well, we'll help him. Right. So I tab and I wait until I see damage on the character and then I put my dot on and then same thing with the other two. Right. Somehow, I this think this whole time <clears throat> I'm telling her, don't help him. Just like, I don't like it when people help me. Just don't help him. It's hardcore. Just chill here. We're letting him go, f- go first. Don't help him. And she's like, just help. And I was like, fine, I'll come help. So I think Bob, I said, just come help, Bob. And I think Bob just sent his pet in and got one of the mob tags. <laughs> and this was a while after he started oh, like a yeah, good while because like we were like going back and forth i was like let's not six, help seven seconds right like it wasn't like immediate like 10 or like 10 or 15 really to immediate. be honest but either way bob gets the guy didn't tag all the bobs yeah basically bob gets one of the tags or i do but i know that i tabbed and like waited until i saw damage <laughs> this guy went like off the rails on us like he was so mad he like messaged us these horrible things and then ignored oh, us and reported us, us. straight up yeah and i was could like have, could have been australian they say that all the time for fun they do it's true, it's true. Well, but it it was wonderful for me because i felt horrible and then with one sentence I felt awesome. <laughs> like he just basically, with his sentence to me, I went from feeling horrible. I would have felt horrible all night about it and thought about it. And instead, I felt like, yeah, take that, you <laughs> son of a. You know what I mean? Like, Let it, me ask it, a it was, he basically did me a favor because he was a complete, like, jerk. <laughs> did you tell him out loud that you were going to wait for him to go? We did, yeah. Bob did. Okay. He's right. And we you did. guys are That's in the what wrong. I said. That's yeah. what I said. I said. If you said, if you said go, I would not have tried to tag every mob. I would have Correct. killed the mob, one mob, as quick as I could. So I, right. I'm not kidding. Honestly, he's not correct after he like curses you out. But right. I would be pretty and upset then, too. But I still did In feel bad. In my defense, I said don't help him. 
Yeah, it was this is Mel's fault. fault You're the right. entire yep. thing. Yep, it's all Mel's Mel, fault. I agree. Mel, what Mel have you done? Mel was smart enough to tab to the mobs and make sure they had already taken damage Pretty before sure doing anything. You're the one that tagged him, Mel. <laughs> but there's a ooh, fundamental. There's a fundamental lesson to be learned here within hardcore WoW. Before you start your run, you need to decide: Am I going to help somebody, or am I going to respect the one v one? Right. Because a lot of people want they want to help people, but I can tell you every time I've ever helped someone in two years of playing hardcore, I have either died or they have gotten mad at me for some reason. So I just gave up and I said, hey, you know what? It's a personal challenge. If you think that me standing here, you think I'm going to help you, you're wrong. First of all, because I'm I want you to die, you know, respect the one view one. I'm OK it's- with that. That's what it's I've tough. Had. It's tough in the starter zone. So this is why I think things are a little bit different. There are very limited mob tags in the starter zone. So Westfall is the one that I'm thinking of the most. I need this stupid null pause. Like I need all these <laughs> items. So what happens is, is on my warrior, for instance, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I can't solo a pack of four in a in a camp. But there's this awkward moment where there's two other hardcore people standing there, and, <laughs> and you're like, you, I'll they're go going in. to. Every, and but you like, pull I, a couple off. I think societally, most people uh, understand that when you pull a, a a big pack, everyone grabs one and pulls it off. And I think that that's happening a lot at low levels. But Unless the problem is with me. a quest like that one, where you need three different individual mobs yeah, that you all are named, and it <laughs> had no benefit to us. We still had to wait for them to respawn. Like there was zero benefit for us tagging one of those mobs. I, yeah, I, I think exactly. a lot of people do the challenge though as like a point of. Uh, like a solo challenge for themselves. Yeah. And they, they actually get mad if you help them yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, like for it, I, I do it all the time. I was, I get like, I get a little bad, mm-hmm. but like, I don't vocalize it. Like, I'm just like, I just, yeah, say to no, myself, you don't whisper. Or anything. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, like, the second I don't you type something to, to someone, you've gone too far. Yeah. Right. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yep. Like, like, for instance, I was doing um, I was on my warlock and I was leveling and I was going to go do King Bang and, and Stranglethorn solo on my warlock as a challenge. And I'm doing it. And then a hunter comes in and starts helping me with the ads when they spawn. And I'm like, OK, well, for starters, you messed up my whole plan because you attacking my feared mobs is going to get me killed. Right. Right. And secondly, all of the the fun of this, you know, attempting it and and like getting it done all of that fun is now uh diminished by uh, external forces coming in to help so yeah i just don't help I will people say oh sorry sorry oh no i, I, just, I just, don't, no, just don't just don't help people easy easy fix ever the one thing i do appreciate i don't appreciate help when you know when like you know they're helping me with like mobs and stuff like that I, I'm not going to lie. I do appreciate the random buffs people give. I, I never ask because that's against the rules. But like, I do appreciate those. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh, I okay. hate them. Well, I took you. them off for the longest time when I while well, my warrior <laughs> right click, right click, right click. Why? The whole point of doing warrior was to challenge myself to see what I can do solo. So I do. Yeah. I agree. I, I actually was very. I understand it's the fact that everyone's playing hardcore. There's a bunch of people around. That's why I wanted to get past the starter zones on my warrior because I hate that when I pull a camp, 
people come help me. I just understand that that's what's going to happen now. Like everyone kind of has this understanding that if you pull the camp, other people are going to pull mobs off. I would okay, rather. Here's the question. The time, they're not trying to help you with that. Yeah, they're just trying they to get tax. The they're getting their own yeah. tax. It's usually yeah. selfish. But for me, I they totally can't agree. take four either. <laughs> I agree with the elite stuff. I want I want to see what my warrior can do. I want to I want to hamstring kite the you know the the. Is it a Yeti? I think that's above, like in Dunmoro and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah I, I want to see if I can do these things. But when you see these like other people waiting here, you're like, they're gonna help me. You can, <laughs> and you then, can, and I did. I can. You can totally do it though. The hardcore community really respects people that ask to do it. So, so like when I got to Vagash, there was a line, and I waited my turn in line, and then I typed in slash say, please nobody help me. Please respect the 1v1. I want to do this on my own. And they, they all respected it. Everyone just stood there watching me kite it to the road. And I know that takes longer to kill and it's kind of disrespectful for the people that are waiting in line, but we're all a, we're all a big community of people that, that respect each other's challenge, at least for the most part. There are some bad apples, you know, but uh, just just a different mindset, right? I think I have to change my mindset because I feel like in regular classic wow i would have felt like such a jerk for just standing there and waiting for somebody to die or to (laughs) you know do something like or to not buff somebody but my question about buffs here's the thing so we're not allowed to ask for buffs right i was gonna bring this up this is hilarious what happened to her so (laughs) i'm standing there and somebody told me that if you buff somebody that's pvp flagged it will pvp flag you right will. so i'm like real hesitant to buff anybody <laughs> i'm like oh, i don't know about that <laughs> and the so, add-on will tell you though if they're pvp flagged this giant thing is like they're pvp flagged oh really i, hate, Maybe that. I, haven't yeah. run into I hate that but we could that's a different talking point entirely <laughs> yeah. i hate i hate the add-on oh god i also so hate I, the guide so i haven't so i haven't like i buff some people right and i i do whatever but this person came up to me and buffed me like 17 times in a row. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's not asking yeah. for it, but yeah. he's asking for it. Or they'll, they'll it. dance like around you, like wiggling their character really fast, you right. know, in front of you. Just give him a rank one. Give him a rank one fort. <laughs> like that's what I would do and then walk away. There you go. Because they won't notice, right? They'll just see that the fort buff came up and they're not going to hover like, oh, over sweet. it to see it's the stamina. I actually stamina, check you know? it every time. I actually check it every time. I'm like, oh, I wonder which one I got. The best one to do, Bob, for you is just give him an undead breathing, like an undying breath real quick and then <laughs> run away. That's awesome. Dude, sometimes they might be like, awesome, I'm going to run to do this yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, like, I think, I think part of this problem for the helping, the buffing, everything comes down to the fact that everyone has different goals right now. With there being a road to rag where people actually want to raid on their hardcore character, it's not about, like, some people aren't thinking, I want to challenge myself to have the hardest time to get to 60. They want to get to 60 as easy as possible without dying so that they can try to raid on their character. And it's not about the 1v1 for them. It's just about Mm -hmm. how do I not die when I hit max level. Whereas because this is my first, like, foray into the into hardcore i want that like what can i do what am i good at like you said i don't want to use the guide to tell me which route to go i want to say like okay what in my brain what do i know exists i know vendors Mm -hmm. have bags you know i know that i want to get some wands is it worth getting those wands where else can i get some wands like i i like having that knowledge myself seeing what i could do with it um but some people want to hit 60 and raid and that's 
that's totally valid to not just want to die because you got someone was watching you and wanted to respect the one v one when they're well, like, I'm trying to hit six. It's, it's the there's a shift in dynamic that we've never seen before uh, in the past two years, and it's because um, of the road rag where people want to get to sixty and raid. I was talking to Cargos about it last week, and I told him like, "Hey, this." Like, I, it's cool. What we're doing is awesome. You know, like we're doing in-game dungeons. We we're a community that's primarily made of solo players that are actually getting to dungeon together like every day, multiple times, spending hours and hours and hours together, which is great. But it does kind of detract from and diminish the achievement of just hitting 60, um, which which for me, that has mm -hmm. always been the, the real challenge of hardcore is. And it's these two different mentalities. There's the mentality of the raider, the, the the person who wants to come in, do the most damage, you know, get a show everyone how good they are at the game, right? And then there's the people that that play with the quote unquote essence of hardcore, which is solo challenge, solo self found. Uh, you know, the they wouldn't even need the add on because they wouldn't break the rules anyway, or else they would feel like they're cheating themselves, right? Stuff like that. Right. And these these two mentalities are kind of clashing right now, and we're just kind of watching it unfold and and seeing how it's going. And it's pretty interesting um, dynamically. Uh, it's we're in untreaded water, right? So it's it's pretty sure. sweet. Well, so okay, so actually for me, like I guess I have to get into what I've been doing because we just got a one third of what I've been doing with Mel, like. First off, Wait, I want to say... Can we first tell him... So we're level 20? Oh, oh, about your about the almost death. Yeah, so we're level 20, right? Mm-hmm. Now? We got to level Red 20? Red Ridge Mountains. We, we were level 20 in Red Ridge Mountains, Ooh. just north of town. Oh, God, yes. the, the Noel camps. Yeah. Oh, the Furball camp? The so camp we're going camp. to kill Knowles. Mm. We go, like, you know, it's not a cave. But it's like a cave, right? It's in the mountains. Very much like a cave. Yeah, where you like, and, where you like going into the like the enclosed mountain area. Yeah, yeah. So we go in there, and then I like pull one, and then like three others spawn. Right. And well, there so, were seven in the area. She pulled one, but it probably wouldn't have pulled the other ones. Okay, but then like three others spawn like on top of us, right? So we're like, shit, let's go. Right, so we're running. So Bob goes, okay, just run, just run. I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the void walker. Just run, just run. So I figured, just run meant run back the way we came, where we killed Bob. Well, I get oh, disoriented no. about where I am, and like you know, and so I run the other way to all the mobs, yeah. right? Instead uh -huh. of the cleared out way where there's no <laughs> mobs, right? And so I'm like, but once you're in, like it's you're effed, right? Like you're not gonna turn around and go back the other way so i'm just like all right <laughs> i got this and, I, I'm, and like, I'm over here in the safe zone going oh my god we've 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 lost and she's going i don't know what's going on she's fearing she's shielded she's healing and then i catch a glimpse of her on the other side of this <laughs> other way over here and i was like wait hold on hold on i'm pulled out void walker pull that void walker walk towards me and she's like, I can't see you. And I was like, pinging. I'm, uh, I'm pinging where I'm at. Like, and we're just like freaking out. I desperate prayed. I heel potted. Oh, I shielded. Man. I feared like everything. We, we had been it. drinking 
like that entire session. And at that point I go, Nope, we're done. Go in, go into the, go into the end. We're, we're done. We're done for the night. We're done. We're done. Go into the end. Oh, but that was man, honestly, was so that scary. was the first time at level 20 that I ever felt like I was even close but to dying. Wasn't that the best? Wasn't that mm-hmm. the best part that like coming together, having no. to utilize what everything you have to live. Like I, I like that part a lot. That's why when yeah. I do duos, well, I don't know. We, I only have what? one experience with that part. Well, yeah, I'm gonna like it when my toolkit's bigger. Like you're if, a tool, I, you're if a I could have fell down, pulled out the <laughs> void walker, like I would have been back in the action immediately. Like I mean, my toolkit's you know, pretty big. That's why I survived. You guys got alchemy and stuff. You've got a toolkit available to yourself. Yeah, Bob would not have survived. I don't think. It's it's interesting. Like I, I always think kind of philosophically about these things. Like. um when you're about to die in a, in a hardcore game, whether it's Diablo, Path of Exile, RuneScape, World of Warcraft, you know, whatever, anything, you get the same reactions from people uh, that if they're in danger in real life, you know, the, yeah. the, right. the fight or flight syndrome actually kicks in. Some people are really good under that pressure. They know the buttons they have. They, they have all their hotkeys ready for it, right? But right. then some people completely forget how to play the game they start clicking all their abilities trying to figure out do i what do i have in my bags like what's going on where am i who am i what class am i playing and then they die Uh, and it's it's pretty crazy how a video game can bring out like an actual real life like scientific fear fear. my heart was thumping right Mm because it was like and that was like it's exciting right like and I know if this was just classic WoW, I would have just been like, all right, I'll see you again in a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> too and many. It's, it's bad. Like, I've been in that situation. I've died enough on characters to, like, to even be able to analyze how I deal with, with those situations. And it's like, my whole thing is I start worrying, like, oh, my God, the guild's going to see that I just died. Like, what are they going to say <laughs> if I die at level 16 in, in Darkshore, right? Like... I- uh, I had this close call in the same cave that you guys were just talking about where you stole someone's kill. Uh, I think I have a <laughs> clip of it where I was just being dumb. I was like jumping up and down like and then I, I didn't realize I couldn't reset the mobs down below on the rock. So I was down to like 3% health with something next to me. And like Bob's talked about it before where you have a level of mastery over your character where things kind of like slow down and you're able to do more like I that's what it was like. It's like. I'm like, and I'm just like hitting all the right buttons. I'm like doing a threat analysis of where all the other mobs are. I'm like, I, I'm like, I have to stand right here in order to not pull anything else. I get the sheep off and I'm just sitting there. And like, it's just like that moment was just like, that was insane. Like dying as a tank in current level raid stuff is not as exhilarating as being like a level 17 mage almost dying because I'm an idiot. But like recovering from that idiocracy is great. Did you see the tweet that came out from from Blizzard that like the the uh, mob type that that is responsible for the most deaths in Season of Mastery is the the uh, kobolds or nobles or however you say it. (laughs) I believe it. Take candle. My first death, almost death, was on the Fargo Deep Mine kobolds on my warrior. I two mobs for a warrior is like already danger zone, so I just wasn't ready. It's crazy how the meta changes too. Like two mobs on a warrior is is gonna kill you, but if you are following any typical guide, it's gonna say, Well, go get a two-hander that does a bunch of damage with the slowest attack speed possible, right? 
So you do that and then you can die because you, you're one auto attack off with a two second attack speed. So the, right. the meta is completely out of the window when it comes to hardcore. You got to just play with feel uh, and, and figure out what works for you. Yeah, I've even I noticed like my talent points that I put in. Like I, I don't follow what I would have done as a mm -hmm. priest leveling up. I'm like, we need a better shield. I'm going to get points in a shield. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's one of my first three tips. I have three tips that people ask because they always come in my stream and they say, hey, I'm starting hardcore today. What what are like some tips that you could give me? And I always say, make your own talent spec, like make it up from scratch. What works for you. Yeah, because it's going to fit your play style. You're going to understand your class better because you're actually reading the talents instead of being like, mm -hmm. OK, level 15. Uh, Wowhead says I should go into <laughs> uh improved corruption right right uh, without any understanding of like the benefit of it um there's yeah. a lot of like min maxers that say like three of three corruption is meets the gcd and you don't need you know what i mean but it's it's all out the window just make your own yeah. build enjoy it and always have an escape plan and you're, yeah, the two, you're gonna the two get to three something. of three though you can't be moving while you're doing exactly so. it's very hard to kite the uh the two ender thing resonated with me because I remember leveling my warrior the first time in classic and I was like oh the first thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna get some money and I hope this isn't like horribly wrong but I know that there's a sword for sale a white one in Stormwind I saved my some money up I did some skinning got that one but I very quickly noticed <laughs> that you're you're sitting on a mob you've got a, a you know a three and a half second swing timer and then they parry you and mm -hmm. now for seven seconds you'll do no damage in that entire time and it's like. That's crazy and scary. And I've had times where yep. I'm like, I'm just going to run from this mob. Like, he dodged me. He parried <laughs> me. I'm coming back to this in a second. Like, this and did not smart. work out. <laughs> Something people sleep on with Warriors, too, is staves. Staves, like, up to level 30 are sick for yep. two-headed mm -hmm. Warriors. Yeah, I, sure. I have a clip on my channel yet of me 1v1ing a level 10 mob as I was level 10 on a Warrior. <laughs> and I had a two-hander. and it. It was one hit from dead and it parried, dodged or missed 16 times in a row and I died. Oh no. 16 times in and, and it yeah. and even like I all of my rend attempts missed. Like literally oh, everything no. oh. everything missed. It was horrible. Yeah, I I definitely I can see that being possible cuz I felt that sometimes where I'm like I I just killed 10 of these mobs, and now this one is giving me trouble. <laughs> like, I, this is ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's fun. So, all right. So, back, what I was saying is so I said all the time that, you know, hardcore was fun to watch. It's not for me. And I have been proven wrong in a way that's like out of this world proven wrong. Like, I started Thursday, the day before the show last Friday, and I talked about how much fun I was having. You know, I had done a duo up to like level eight or something with a with you know my friend that I'm doing mage priest with, and I'd done a solo up to like level ten with a warlock. And then what and happened? I thought that was fun, but over from that Thursday until this Thursday, yes, yesterday. Because I decided I was going to stream every second of every hardcore that I'm doing. I've streamed over 70 hours <laughs> in seven days. And 
that's probably more than I streamed for the last year and a half. Like it's forcing me to get comfortable with streaming. And it's been amazing because I've learned so much crap from chat. Like you were talking about the white weapon. I'm sitting there on my rogue here. I'm jumping ahead of the story, but I'm on my, I'm on my solo rogue and chat's like, Hey, well, uh, I just traded swords to use this green sword that I had. And Chad was like, hey, go uh, buy the sword from the 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 vendor right there in, Storm, in, in Stormwood, right next to him. I go over there, and I'm like, well, this sword's damage is way better. I would have never even thought to look on this guy. And then I'm looking on all the different vendors and seeing all the different patterns that are there at different times. And there's so much crap on the people that I just never clicked on. And mm -hmm. I'm doing it because of hardcore. And I'm learning... A bunch of different things from chat, which is really cool, and so yeah. So well, basically, and I think it's like funny, you you realize that things are so much more valuable when you can't use the auction house, right? So you know you need to save certain things, or like you realize, okay, I've got cooking, so don't throw away those crisp spider legs or something because I'm going to need your those. Priest, to... Don't throw away light feathers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I know. And then now I need more bag space. And then I did herbalism and enchanting to get us the wands, right? But <laughs> then I had all of these herbs taking up all of my bank spots. And I'm like, okay, come on, because I was going to switch to alchemy. And so finally we worked up my enchanting and we got our good wands. And then I was able to work up my herbalism. But then I think like, so... When you're playing a hardcore duo, and Winky, you might know the answer to this. When you're playing a hardcore duo, you can't log in without the other person, right? So I can't Cannot. log in and work up alchemy while That's Bob's not on. That's the hardest part of duos in my mind. One of, one of my least favorite formats of the rules are for duos and trios. Yeah, because of that so reason. So while she did that, I had to be logged on. So I worked up fishing. Yeah, there you go. While she was working up alchemy, it worked out, but... Um, okay, so let me go back to my first character. So Monday morning, I jump on the stream, and my duo partner's not ready yet. So I'm like, okay. Because I've been like doing duos with Mel at night, doing half of the day duos with my other friend, the you know, the Mage Priest comp, and then I've been doing my my solo. So I jump on my solo, and I'm level 11, and I'm... And I'm like, I get the quest to go get my Void Walker. I'm like, oh, everything's going to get so much easier now. So I go down there, but like, Princess is there. And I'm like, oh, she's a level nine. I'm level 11. I got this. <laughs> so I'm like half awake, drinking my coffee, hungover. And I go to attack Princess. And all of a sudden, it starts getting a little hairy. And her, 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 her little mobs attack me. And then my little imp's dead. And... Uh, for anybody listening, I'll include a clip in the um, chat. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to use the fence trick bad. Like, So I start using the fence trick, and I kill Princess, but then there's a little boar on each side of the fence. And I'm like, shit, what do I do now? And so I was like, oh, I can, uh, I can take them. I'm not going get, to get killed. They're level sevens. And all of a sudden, I'm like, no, I need to run. So I start running. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get away. And then this little boar does this little sprint thing, and I'm like, no, I'm going to die. And that was my first and only death right okay. there. But it was horrible. It hurt. No, no. It, it's way worse than what Bob is describing. It is way worse than the way he's saying it. Okay, because first of all, he, like, gets 
princess down, and then the two little boars are there. And on stream, he's like, oh, well, I got this. This is fine. And then these boars just, like, annihilate him down to, like, you know, a fourth health. And he's like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> like, But his confidence level, like, from when they started attacking him to a half a second later, just, like, got crushed. Prince and, then he says, and then he goes, yeah, I'm going to try the fence trick, right? And when he was relaying this information to me as... Well, he tried that, but the boars were on either side of the fence. And then I watched the clip and I said, that's not true. They were not on either side. They of were. The I, actually, I actually watched it right uh, right before the show because I had to none get of, everything None ready of this for the matters notes. because you killed Princess already. Run away. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill the ads? It literally, you are, you are literally 10 feet away from where they run back where they will run away, and you're like, I'm gonna try the fence trick, and you run back into the field <laughs> and die there, you were already and then gone! I saw the, well, I was gonna do the fence, the the fence trick, and then a, a freaking Devias, uh, Devias spawned right there. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aggro that. Uh, and I just like, my brain wasn't working, I had just woken up, I was, I had only like three sips of coffee and- Yeah, this goes back to Lindsay's like thing. fight or flight response in real life, like you you definitely were really Yeah, you went for mode. fight. Yeah, you went for fight. You gotta play a warrior, because I feel like leveling the warrior, I became like in tune with running away. I'm like, this is when I should run away. This is how, f when, like this is how far I'm gonna need to run away. Because I was like, oh, Bob, Bob's gonna get away. He's already running. And then you run back in and I'm like, you don't need to kill these mobs, Bob. They're not, they're not part of a quest. There's no reason for like you to stay in there. And my whole, leather. My whole like life of being a priest, I have mastered the art of running away. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, once you get to a level at a priest, like, you realize that you're not going to win this fight and you run away. And Bob, I'd always level with Bob and he'd be like, Mel, just stop and fight it. And I'd be like, nope, there's no need to fight it. I can run away. Well, it turned out to be a really good thing because it would have sucked to work up a solo lock and then a lock with Mel. Like, I was already kind of like, eh. And so then I made a rogue, and that has been a freaking blast. And it's great for solo, too, because I'm like, oh, got to go AFK. I will just go stealth. You know, like, it's, oh, it's, that hurts me to hear you say it's that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> you need to yeah. log out. Stealth and then yeah. log out. That's how I feel about Do that. Do you have any deaths? I, I run a podcast where we watch deaths every week. I've seen <laughs> thousands of deaths from people going stealth and going AFK. Uh, well, I don't do it like in like dangerous areas. I just do it in undangerous areas, but oh, I would still it, not feel comfortable. I, everywhere so is afraid. dangerous. <laughs> Trust me, so there's, there's not a speck, there's not a pixel of, of safe area in the game. Yeah, I think there really isn't. Someone I, will find a way to get you killed. That's definitely true. I want to go back to the Defy spawning thing really quick, though. <laughs> Bob might not remember this as much, but I experienced it a lot now in the hardcore. There is a really long period of time after something spawns where it won't aggro at all in vanilla. Unless there are like definitely like it's, it's like a four it's second so thing. Except for murlocs. Okay. You know the murloc zone? What was the last zone we were in, Bob? Uh, Red Ridge. Yeah, Red Ridge. Yeah. Red Ridge oh, those those like murlocs spawning, spawning murlocs, immediately so. start attacking you. Like, mm -hmm. no, no leeway. Like, it's not like usually they spawn and you have a good amount of time to, like, move away. Nope. 
not with the Murlocs. They spawn and you are in combat. Those those couple of seconds of leeway help a lot because it's like like they the like the fight or flight. You're like, I'm gonna fight, and then two things spawn. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna fight. <laughs> time, time to leave, and you get to live. That's <laughs> there's a couple rules to it as well with with the way they interact with you when they spawn. Like if you are going for a chest in a camp and you click it the millisecond that they spawn, activating an item near them bypasses that timer and they all jump to you. And it could be anything as like a box of food or a chest or like a quest item. So you have to be right. really careful when or... whenever you see somewhere where other people have already cleared it, just put put your senses on like high danger. alert. Yeah. Oh, a danger. oh yeah. That's... I've done that. You know those like null camps, right? Where there's chests there. Like mm -hmm. when I get to a null camp and there's a chest and there's like no mobs even dead on the ground, I'm like, oh God. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what happened to my warrior. I went into a cave that was full of people and empty, and then suddenly everything respawned and everyone was gone. <laughs> and I'm in the back. <laughs> I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, it makes me much more hyper aware of what I'm doing, who's around me, where people are, where spawns are, right? Like things I never thought about before. Like I just didn't care about dying before. But yeah, I mean it's it's very cool. I really, I really do enjoy it. Yeah, I've been having a good time. And I didn't think I would. <laughs> to go back like way back in the conversation to Bob's original point of like you used to say it's cool to watch, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to play that or enjoy playing that. Yeah, so fucking wrong. I, I think a lot of people are in the same boat. A lot of people say I don't like leveling. So I don't I wouldn't enjoy hardcore. And I don't like leveling. Neither do I. I like the <laughs> end game. I don't like I like questing. Uh -huh. Like, you know, I like questing at TBC, right? Where there's a hub and I get a, like I get to do a bunch of stuff and I get to turn it all in at once. I'm like ah yeah, but or and I have a flying mount and I'm going everywhere fast and I'm like feeling a lot of achieve ach achievement. But I've never enjoyed the leveling process in vanilla WoW. Okay, but and can now I say something? I'm having a fucking blast. Like, so I think it's the nuts. reason though, I think the reason though is because you're a completionist, right? Like you like to get to the end goal and you like to feel that reinforcement. And I think you like raiding or PVP at the end because it's challenging, right? Questing isn't necessarily challenging unless you can't die, right? So mm -hmm. questing yeah, all of a point. sudden becomes its own challenge and leveling becomes its own challenge because every level you get, you feel more accomplished, right? Whereas in classic wow without hardcore you don't feel accomplished for getting level 19 like you did something amazing right like you you're just like okay i'm this much closer and i have so many levels to go great right but now it's like every level you get you're like all right i still did it i'm still alive like and you feel more accomplished and i think that's the motivation for some of us is that challenge right on top, and it on makes top it of the challenge too there's also the fact that you have to, like Bob said, utilize vendors. You have to utilize so many little things in the game that you did maybe the first time you played. Like, this reminds me of how I played when I was a child first playing <laughs> World of Warcraft. I would look at the vendors, see what they have. Oh, where can I even get bags from? Like, you you have to get rid of the min-maxing because you can't. You don't say, oh, I'll hit 60 and then I'll level my tailoring up. I'll do it in a couple of hours. 
that's not a thing. You're trying to make yourself gear, which back in the day, like when, on my first Hunter, I was like, I need to be a skinning leather worker so I can make myself gear. Like all these things, how I wanted to play the game when I was a kid, I have to play the game that way. <laughs> and I now. mean, we'll leave, we'll leave a quest before we're done with it to go sell because you don't want to just delete things out of your bags <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah, You're like, that is 30 copper. I am going to need that 30 copper. There's something I say a lot, and it's because I'm also an I'm an end game player. I raid in TBC. I raided all of Classic. I'm I'm not that big into arenas, uh, be, just because I don't have a solid partner for arenas. If I did, I would love it. Um, and I hate leveling, right? So the hardcore challenge sounds like it'd be the worst thing in the world. But I always tell people when they're interested or if they think they wouldn't like it, make a character. Just try it once because it's a mindset thing. The end game with hardcore WoW starts at level one, right? It, and I think Mel hit it, you know, nail on the head, like the exact you, you get that rewarding factor every time you level, but you don't even there's so many times when I'm playing hardcore, I forget what level I am because I'm right. so focused on like, OK, well, I need 75 copper for an executioner sword off of uh, Antonio Pirelli at level 19 and like how am I gonna you know do this and this and this and it's you are playing the end game for the entire leveling process yeah which is so cool yeah well and you talked about the guide like I put that guide on for like 10 minutes and then I took it back off and went back to questy like because I'm probably doing things completely wrong. Like I'm doing all the starting areas. Like mm -hmm. I've just got my rogue over to uh, dark, uh, dark shore. Cause everything is like up to my level now and yellow over on the other continent. So I was like, well, there's a whole bunch of level 17 quests that I could uh, go knock out over here. So I went over there, you know, and then I'm like, Oh, there's different fish here, different, different recipes. And I'm like, Oh man, that's okay. I gotta get that now. It's just like my there's, there's so was, much about the game I didn't know. My favorite that was Bob is today. Really cool. Bob today was like, you is there like different cooking recipes from different vendors? And I was like, oh my god, Bob! <laughs> like that's pretty. Like, I meant on the other continent because there's totally course. different fish. Yeah, there's totally You'll different learn. food. You'll learn yeah, more about. I just wow. thought the starting areas were like the same fish, no. but I, nope. no. You'll learn more about World of Warcraft, period, like as a game uh, in 30 days of playing hardcore than you would in 20 years of playing WoW. And I'm I'm yeah. a firm believer that like, dude, there's vendors that you don't know exist right now in the game that you've never been to that have and they things, sell greens and yeah, stuff. They like, have amazing items on them. Yeah. Did you know that there's an engineering vendor in the wetlands, in the middle of the wetlands? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, st I have stopped at him today on my way through. There you the, go. The wetlands is my favorite zone. Okay, so I know everything about wetlands. Just for anybody who's listening, you can get through the wetlands pretty easy. Like I was yeah, all scared. Play I was level. I was. I was level nineteen. But literally, you could get through there the, at level the problem fifteen is, or six. Well, or what 16 you're saying, easy, fourteen is the best level to go to Darkshore. If you're playing a normal character, I freaking love Darkshore. All the quests are easy. Go kill. 10 furbolgs go kill 20 bears it's like the life is so good over in dark shore to like <laughs> catch up levels once westfall runs out the problem is i am i am a little baby i do not want to go <laughs> there is over a way there. to do it guaranteeing safety 
Wow. If you go, I, if you go to YouTube, the no death skip. I've, yeah. By, yeah, by chat told me about this. Go, but give me a give me a quick YouTube, rundown. Go to YouTube. Wait. Look up zero to death or zero no the deathless wetland skip from Tommy Salami. Basically, you jump from the Loch Madon and you run above the mountains. It's through the Ironforge Airport, like the out of zone, out of mm -hmm. bounds game, and you fall down right in front of Menethil. The only danger is like you have to swim across to Menethil, and it's like a twenty second swim. And there's wow. a there's a alligator or a crocodile yeah. that you can avoid. Right, you just wait and, for it to pad away. You swim across, pretty, and you're good. Yeah, you can do it. See, level I one. use the I use the death skip in Dun uh, Moreau on every on every character Doesn't to quite just work like here, huh? you <laughs> jump off, you die, you res at the the great the graveyard at Menethil. But yeah, you can't use that here. Well, now there's logout skips. I don't know if you've seen any of the logout skip debauchery that people have come up with. Oh, I, no. think, I think I well, think we need to abandon fair. them. It's well, it's it's hilarious because it accidentally gets people killed all the time. Because when you log out, <laughs> the, the idea of the skip is that you you log out above ground, but terrain has to be above your character. Uh, so you have to jump up on an object and like slightly fall off of it. But there has to be runnable terrain above your character. When you log out, it will port you to the nearest battleground instance, instance portal, graveyard, um, or like yeah, I think that's the three, right? So you can do it in Ironforge by jumping on the anvil in Ironforge and logging out. You log back in and you're at the Deep Room Tram. You can wow. do it in the Fargo Deep Mine. You can log out inside the mine after killing Goldtooth and it will port you to Goldshire Graveyard because that's the closest, you know, of the three. If you're in Red Ridge, though, and you log out to try and get back to town, it'll send you to the Badlands. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's there's a few people that have tried it and they ended up in the graveyard in the Badlands pulling a level 45, you know, pants. Is that or whatever frowned upon though? Like that's like I a, hate it. So like I, a cheat? I hate it. I think it's it's speedrunning techniques and speedrunning yeah. is like anti-hardcore in my, my opinion. My personal opinion, and the reason I didn't even bother to look up how to get the wetlands if there was a safe way. I just want to do it. I just want to yeah. do it myself. And I feel like looking up trips, tips and tricks, which is I don't I don't denounce anyone for doing it. But me personally, I feel like more satisfied in the unknown. I want to challenge myself. Too. I've been trying not to look anymore. up as much as I can. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could just ask guards to tell me where where stuff is. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just kind of just stopped doing that of, over the years because I'm like, Google, you know, like, but I do, uh, I do think I kind of need to move us on. I'm curious though. But what did Winky do this week? Yeah, I, can, well, I can give you the TLDR really fast. Up to you. Well, but is it better to talk about it in the prep? Because that's what you've been doing all. Sure, all week, yeah. Right? If you want, yeah, like we can move end. on. Yeah, that sounds fine. Um, I mean, give them a taste. The real of what they're in for the super TLDR is I hit sixty in the second week because I have a full time job. You know, I'm not Tyrannosaur fast, but. We did our best, <laughs> and uh, we've just been grinding dungeons, basically getting Priebus on uh, my Warlock. Well, kind of, yeah, we're going to talk about that at the, at, at the end of the show in the discussion, um, but this actually went way longer than I thought, so we'll have to kind of push through the news pretty quick. But if you want to give a little raid progress, we'll, this was our we'll last uh, raid. Last yeah. pre-nerf raid. Wow. Um, we did pretty good. We, we roll with warriors now. Big fan of having warriors in the uh, in the raid. Um, 
nothing nothing too crazy we had a single wipe in uh ssc we wiped on fathom lord and i'm gonna be honest uh i don't remember how oh bad pull we had a bad pull and like the paladin of oh, the paladin tank got globaled by a really unfortunate series of attacks on pull uh and we ended up just uh wiping it up there and then we pushed through and it was our first week where we didn't wipe on bash at all which was really really nice um and it was a horrible bash so that's like the the beauty of it is I think we had <laughs> two extra cores. Normally we just do it in four, but normally we also like wipe the first time because everyone's like asleep and has to remember the fight a little bit. Um, but we missed a core and then we kept it an extra core because we like the timing wasn't good and we still were totally fine. <laughs> like I feel like we we have mastery over it now. Then we go to TK on Thursday. Um, I feel the same way there. Uh, everything there is is pretty good. We keep trying to force the paladin to start tanking on void reaver but i think that uh it would probably be better if i just take it for all the time because <laughs> i keep dying every time i rip i just die because i wear a very <laughs> aggressive set uh, i'd rather just kind of start and get the the pre-heals but um, has, it, has your guild started making fun of you when you die because of hardcore no no oh um, every time i die in, in ssc i'll wipe in SSC and then the whole guild chat FFF our fallen brother Wiki has died uh, at level 70 and I'm like Jesus Christ you guys come on see <laughs> Yip's like the guy everybody in the guild likes I'm like the guy that everybody's like yeah die Bob no, it, not <laughs> it's cause you're in, in a friendly player. way though it's, in it's a friendly you, oh yes 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 it's yes. cause you AOE too early I'm sure right it's all about the seed actually no that's uh, our friend Harry Harry Dodders that does that usually he's usually the one that you know, hits the floor. I'm actually like I'm actually late on it, so I'm usually the lower seed damage because I'm Same. a wimp. I, I I wait until I'm the I'm the fourth warlock to seed every every pull because <laughs> uh, I don't want to die. I I'm I eat my raid consumes on trash. Right, I'm one of those people. I'm not trying to lose. I, do my, I don't want to lose my food. My you know, like come on. Yep. If if I die on trash. I instantly fully consume back up let rather me, than waiting till the all next. Of our let me twist this perspective back up. Let me, because, let me. Yeah, all of our no. consumes are free. Yes, I yeah, understand. all of our consumes are free. So Can all I of our raid. I have paid for every <laughs> bit of food fine. that I have used for the Great. last month you, because you no spell food. power food is how much, in there. How much spell power food? Uh, how much spell power do you get from food, Bob? Like twenty something. It's like twenty three. Twenty something. Now, let me ask, do you think you're gaining more DPS on trash yes. because you have slightly more spell power or yeah. by waiting like 10 globals <laughs> to uh, start attacking? Well, you're losing I way wait, more that 23 damage. is better. <laughs> no, it's not. Waiting oh, is I see you're your causing I see you're your doing point. way less damage overall by waiting so than you are by eating your food buff. <laughs> You right. just go hard and fast. Yeah, okay, trying, that's actually a really good call. I never thought. Don't about. eat the food and just pump and die. <laughs> I mean, I'm think, doing that I, next time. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go freaking wild. I think now you just convinced that. me to do that too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. gonna, wow. Yeah, yeah it, it'll just make it more fun. I'll flask and then I'll pump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think dude. that is the way. <laughs> and, then I, and, then I'll, guys, and then I will consume up at the next boss every. Oh, tune in next yep, week. You just changed my life. Horrible uh, <laughs> recap of how this went with Bob pumping. It's about to go really. <laughs> listen, you still can't lead? pull. 
Please when don't pull lead, Yeah, when my raid lead's mad at me because I'm waiting one global and seeding, I'll tell him to come talk to you guys. Yeah, be like, <laughs> I don't know. I heard I heard that I should do more DPS this way. If I don't That's have a, a buff. I, like, listen, I, I view everything. Ever since we... I, my favorite part of the game was getting Nax to one night. Everything I look at, I really enjoy optimizing like overall raid damage. And waiting globals doesn't do that. Uh, we've got a yeah. paladin who's geared now. Put him to the test. Get him mad. <laughs> get him heated at you. <laughs> and you're right. Like, really, the only consume yeah, the that I'm re-upping is the food. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, I pulled my pet back out. I guess I'd use more shards, but who cares? But really, it's just the food. How yeah. many paladins oh gosh, do you have? Oh, my blown. Like, prop we pallies. Three, we have one prop paladin. So do we. And our Tidewalker this week, we wiped three times because every single... Uh, water shield or whatever that thing's called, the ability where it sucks them Watery up. Watery grave or whatever. Dude, they graved our tank, our paladin tank for the murlocs. Yep. They graved him every single We, we have time. had that We've a had those lot nights. before. Where it, it, Morgrim is like a little RNG, especially if we we're running like five healers. Sometimes all, just all healers get watery grave and it's like, uh, okay, this is great. Uh, the paladin often is getting watery grave. I mean, he can bubble it, one, uh, but that's, that's pretty much all it, it, you can do. If you uh, have high that, threat, <laughs> like on any mobs, if you have high threat, they shouldn't grave you. It should just be like part of the mechanics of the fight, right. in my opinion. Yeah. None of it will because matter. Because it's so RNG. Yeah. Sure. Not with the nerfs, right? Not, none of it will matter anymore. Yeah. It won't matter as much anymore. I died um, a fairly frequent amount during these raids this week. <laughs> we had a lot of deaths this week, but we don't need to talk about that because uh, everything went perfect. We don't need to talk about in, yeah. in, in, in Tempest Keep how every pull two or three people died. We'll just talk about how great the bosses went. We go to Solarian, <laughs> and for the first time, Solarian only splits once. I've been waiting all this time for us to only get one Solarian <laughs> split. And now, I don't want to say that Yip has designed a physical forward group of the raid, but we have done that. We are now more physical <laughs> forward, and everything's going quite a bit faster recently. Mm. Uh, I, you know, warlocks, sit down. No. Correlation, <laughs> causation, who knows? Um, but things have been going good. Uh, we destroyed Solarian, and then we had the most interesting Kelth, uh, not Kelthuzad, uh, Kael'thas, uh, of all time in my mind. We have struggled with Kael'thas a bit. We've only killed him a handful of times. I think, honestly, three times. Last week was our third time. Um, but I mean, the holidays and stuff have kind of messed that up. Uh, but our first attempt goes horribly because when the weapons come out, our paladin just dies. And I'm not, I know I say <laughs> this a lot. Seven seconds without a direct heal on our paladin on the weapon phase. <laughs> that's pretty yikes. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's it's pretty, pretty yikes, Mel. It's, Can it's I not just Mel's point job. out that I am it's not, not his assigned job. healer? It's not Mel's okay. job. I know. You, he got, can't that. you got healed. I did get healed, um, so I was fine. Okay, but also, laughing. no, no, I need to caveat this, because you can't just throw jabs at the healers and not It's not a jab, it's in the honest truth, Mel. It's, okay. not, a hit, it's not a hit it is, piece, it it's not a jab. It might be the honest truth, but here, here's some factors, okay? The little things spawn, wait, we're in the weapon phase? Yeah, the weapon, oh, yep. okay, yeah, seven seconds without a heal, yet the staff is just raining hell on the entire raid in the middle right so you got healers running <laughs> Listen, over here of, and healers of running over here of course things didn't go well 
You would have no, healed him if people were staff, chilling out. The I staff being in the middle of the group, that is not just a, those aren't going well. Like, that's that's a concern. Let the well, DPS die. There's your answer. Boom. You, you just healed Yeah, but tank? if the staff's yeah. hitting healers, because it's always hitting healers, because it's always aggroed onto stone. a healer. Yeah, I'm not a hellstone, a health pot. I'm not yeah, going to get into that the semantics. but that doesn't let us heal. I don't want to get into the semantics True. of what people could have done better to resolve it. All I'm going to say is that there are absolutely things that can be done. You know, well, and whoever I'm has say aggro, that if the staff have, hadn't gone struggle, into the healers, that maybe he would have gotten healed within that seven seconds. We struggle with raid sometimes. We struggle with ranged and healers maybe not knowing fights well enough because no. anyone who has aggro can move that staff. You can CS that staff. Any any mage, any DPS with a with a counter spell. Uh, or with a kick, can kick the staff and bring it over. There's a lot of things you can do other than just, like, it's over since the okay, went wrong. do you know As that if the tank, staff comes on to me and I start to run towards Prosecutor, I am dead. <laughs> sure, but you can run out of the group. You're saying it's, like, exploding on everybody. You can run out of the group. Like, there's no reason to be stacked on that phase. Um, yeah, but do you see that the healers, so, like, this is the problem, is that the staff comes into the group and attaches to one healer, right? Maybe it attaches to me and I fade. And then it attaches to another healer. So it's just like ping pong. Right. What, what I'm saying, but I'm suggesting that maybe fade isn't the option there then, because maybe it's pull it out of the well, I don't and I'm not. I don't want to criticize anyone <laughs> hardcore, but as a tank, my only job is when things go wrong to then make them go right again. So I don't, yeah. I don't often feel a lot of sympathy when like other people, I'm not blaming you. It sounds like I'm blaming Mel a lot right now. I'm not. <laughs> I just mean in general, anyone in the raid could have helped resolve that to go better. That's all Fair. I'm saying is yes. that if sometimes yes. things go wrong, we did not deal with that adversity. Very which, well. which we can turn this all around because yes. after we wipe there, we we pull off the craziest KT kill of all time because literally everything went wrong and we still got the kill on the second pull. So I think even in the first phase of um, of Casperian being up, she pulls go going who knows where. Just running away, going wherever, uh, conflagging people. Somehow our warlock is able to get aggro back, runs away to the far side, and brings her exactly back to where we normally kill her, right? which was incredible. No, no, you're thinking about, okay, so the first that phase, was the that first happened attempt. on the first Okay, that happened on the first, the first attempt. attempt. Right. Who cares? Didn't happen on the second, Bob, but I'm making an interesting worse story, happened on Bob. the second. Can, can we talk about my interest? I'm, I'm making an interesting story. Why are you trying to correct the story to be less interesting? <laughs> I, I, no one's going to look at the I logs and prove me wrong. Oh, yeah, they're going to see that I'm lying. I streamed it. They can check it, you know? None of that matters because the first phase is easy. Sure. That does happen, though, when all of them come up. Gasperian bolts to the middle of the raid. She is in the middle of the room. Uh, our, right our next to the other two mobs that are right there being taken. Thaladred gets, like, pulled over into the middle, too, kicking melee all over the place. We're like, okay, well, this is a clear wipe. Somehow. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, on stream. I'm like, well, I'm going to keep trying, but this is a wipe. So Everybody does take agency because they know how the fight works. They take agency, move away from Kasperian so they're not getting conflagged. We're all, we like, huddled against walk, the roof, like, the yeah, edge of the yeah. wall. Like, us that were on the other side had to walk around the room to get to those other two, two mobs while the... Uh, Warlock kited it back to the other side because, like, some of us were standing on this. On the, we couldn't just walk through. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. While so, getting epic heals. 
So we're way behind, right? Like, obviously, stuff is going to be alive when we go into the next phase. It's tight. Casperian's at, like, 20% almost as we're, like, 10 seconds from going to the next phase. Uh, Sanguinar is still up, who our paladin is tanking, who then has to pick up the phoenixes that are about to come out. I was like, this this is great. Like, we're <laughs> this, is, this is going wonderfully. We recover from Casperian, but everything else is so bad that, like, there's no way... Uh, but we keep it together. Everyone does the Phoenixes really well. We're able to just like hold KT for a while while we kill um, Talonicus. And then we get the first egg down. We switch and our DPS is really strong. We had almost no deaths up to that point, um, I think. So that was really incredible. Uh, we, I mean, we normally do not react well to when things go wrong, like I was saying. But for some reason, just everybody was on top of their game. I think no one wanted to do another KT. Once things were going That's wrong, I was everyone was yeah. like, I don't want to pull this idiot again. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> I had been streaming hardcore for 10 hours prior to the raid. I was like, I just want this to be the last attempt. I want to, I want to be done. I want to go watch my show on Netflix. I just want to be done. And <laughs> then, Can we just talk about the fact that when when somebody doesn't get heals, that we hear about it. But when everybody gets heals, nobody nobody mentions that it was great he heals. He literally just okay. said that. No, well, I said it. he didn't say it outright, but he said, every, like, nobody died. That's because I expect you guys to, to be you. good. Well, when I people, think you guys when are people, incredible players. When people drive around the city and there's no car accidents, it's not on the news. But when someone gets into an accident, it's on the news. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, that's why I feel bad, because I absolutely blame the healers a lot. But it's always out of, like, normally I don't die here. So, like, what happened here? And there usually is another cause, right? Like, on Leo, it'll be all the melee just eating all the whirlwinds. So the healers are like, oh, crap. Like, we got to heal all these other DPS who are taking. It's never, like, directly the healers just weren't pushing buttons. It's just, like, there's all these other compounding factors. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, it's like there's a place where the buck stops. And I feel like we're like the kickers in football, right? Like you yeah. make a field goal and it's like, yeah, you're supposed to make the field goal. You <laughs> miss a field goal and it's like you're the worst person in the world. I can't believe you. It you sounds like you a just huge need tangent. more warlocks. We, we clearly need more warlocks. That's <laughs> just, uh, just not going to use tangent. melee with murlocs or warlocks. I, I, I feel this way about green lights and yellow lights. If you make a green light, neutral you make a yellow light you feel awesome about it like ooh, i just got through the light while you're driving and like i just i just saved myself time but a green light <laughs> you don't care at all anyway we kill kt that's the moral of the story uh it actually kept going worse one, actually. <laughs> it actually kept going worse because i didn't have the staff buff um because all of our ranged are super afraid of kate actually it's normally i pull him closer to the ranged actually um it was actually my fault <laughs> i think well, it wasn't my fault either because i follow our pally That's around true. and lose dps I, so we, we just need something stay like that with for me. him we need something like that for me maybe not anymore though once we talk about the nurse but um anyway i get disoriented in fifth the fifth phase KT just runs around murdering half the raid. We probably have seven or eight people dead at this point on the easiest phase. And I'm like, great. Okay, here we go. Like, we're going to wipe on the easy phase now that we got through all the crazy stuff. No, we just do it. It's fine. We kill it with down like eight people for almost the entire yeah, phase. At that point, when everybody was down and it's like, it was like 13%, I was like, all right, 
Curse of Rex done. Switch it, swab, switch it to Agony. Switch it to Agony. <laughs> like, if I die, at least the Agony will still be on there. I'm just putting all the dots I can while I'm doing the DPS, too, because I was like, of, of course, like a he sliver from of dying. Wrecking. Of course. I d- well, I hate Warlock. Oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in my defense, on the first on the first attempt that we wiped, I got aggro on a little whatever those birds are Phoenix. called. Yeah, stupid birds. And so I have to run away, right? Like whatever. And I did it right the first time on the time we wiped. And then the second time, like shit was hitting the fan, right? And I'm like just hardcore focused on my rage frames. And <laughs> this phoenix comes to me and is just like annihilates me in half a second, right? And then I think we were gonna res me. I don't think I've ever been alive. Oh no, no, no. The last last week I was alive at the end of TK. That is the only time I've ever been alive at the end of <laughs> TK. I'm the person who dies intentionally in phase one and then gets up and walks away and doesn't accept the battle res and just takes the loot and leaves. No. We yeah. no. <laughs> our, our melee handled that part pretty well in phase one. We don't we don't need any of our warlocks getting involved with that nonsense. But our raids went well. Super happy. Um with with how everything went for our last kind of pre-nerf. Uh, we also had like a boomkin trial and stuff. We had so we have a lot of new phases kind of uh so everything's going well and I think we're we're probably gonna be going into Black Temple like at our strongest for the expansion just, so far. Uh, just to uh, give a shout out to the boom to to the boomkin trial. He did a he did a pretty good job and he was uh he was in my party so my party was talking a lot and he was like I'm just happy to not be the top three DPS on every fight. Yeah, we. <laughs> and we, I was like, dude, you came from a rough guild. I don't. I don't know. You know, I don't. Listen, he's still on trial, so I don't want to talk about him too much or anything. But we definitely picked up like a, a rescue puppy almost from from another guild. His other guild was transferring off our server. Like I said, our server is falling like to shambles. <laughs> um. And he, like, I was talking to him, and his logs are, like, you know, they're okay. His kill times were god-awful. And apparently, like, they they pug people. Like, they they get, like, six submerges on lure. It's, like, this unbelievable, all of these kills. He's number one DPS or third DPS on all these fights. The hunters are on the bottom. Their warlocks are on the bottom. And I was, like, this, gives this you poor guy. This poor guy just needs to see, like, what can happen in a guild <laughs> it's like it's also an ego sad. booster too for the rest of the guild like we we picked up someone new in our guild uh right when the phase started and we we had cleared tk and we were working on bash and like we took him into our first tk the next week and and we had a bad run like we wiped a couple times and you know we we eventually got uh tk down it was easy easy money from then on out and we were like dude you know like we have this curse where our guild performs really poorly whenever we have a trial. Like, yes. oh, this is, it's like this thing, right? And, and then their response was like, no, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing so well. And then we were like, okay, cool. That's actually pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It feels right? good. Like, like we uh, were dying a lot on trash before Alar. Like, people were just dying every pull. And like, as a tank, it's frustrating, right? It's just like, I'm, you know, it's just, this is frustrating. And then he's just like, I'm so glad to be somewhere where people just are like down to pump. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> like, does, he, he's... <laughs> does he have that the jewel crafting and tr- the neck piece that everyone's all crazy about these days? I think we're going to make him wear it. We're going to make him wear it. I don't think he, we gave it to him that yeah. time. He said he, he would. Shabby he, does. Yeah, we should. We should have two. But we basically told him 
<laughs> in our vetting, we we're like, listen, you're not going to get a Shadow Priest. You're going to be buffing the Warlocks. And uh, we're going to need you to wear that necklace sometimes. And he's like, all right. <laughs> it's like, OK, yeah, we, we're... we rotate it in our guild. But our guild's like dad's like a sweaty boomer guild. It's the easiest way to describe That's it. That's literally what I mean. We've been basically described as sweaty casuals. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we like we did get 10 of 10, but it did take us a lot longer than most than most guilds. We have a lot of actual dads like we. And occasionally yeah. dads have to go AFK for their child screaming. Yeah, like our, we, had a, we were six Which healing. Which literally happened yeah, we, on Thursday. We were six <laughs> healing last night, but uh, we went down to five heals because of baby aggro. Like, it's just a thing that exists <laughs> in guilds now. I don't think you can get around it. slash two-hour baby aggro. <laughs> the, the nice thing is, though, it's like all of the dads are good players. That's like an important yeah. part is that they're like, they're like previously the most insane wild players you would know. They just have a family now. <laughs> right. So it's like it's well, handy. And also older because like I was playing in the top 1%, you know, back in the original game. And now, yeah, you know, I've got like, I don't have any 99 parses. I've got like mostly 96s and like basically everything 90 except for two, five. No, actually one. Uh, Kalethos is my only non 90 plus parse now as I actually fixed the stupid girl that I haven't been able to figure out. I actually got a 91 parse on her uh, in TK last uh, last Solarian? night. So nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. And I my highest prior was 80 for like yeah. I just couldn't. Figure I don't even it know what mine are. I mean, I I don't want to tell you that it's not just figuring it out. I have a feeling that the fact that we normally get two splits is kind of like. It's an uphill battle because <laughs> there's a trend of people who parse well all play together. So like you're always it's it's hard to hit 99s as DPS. Like for me, I have it kind of easy. I just have to hit my buttons correctly and I get 99s as a tank. <laughs> but like we do have a god tier lock in F in in FJ who has yeah. mostly 98 and 99 parses, although now Half of his parses show up as Affy, so I don't know if he had Destro prior to that because I just you like, can you can look at what his uh, specifically for Destro and stuff. In God, there well, too. either way, he's like a god. Yeah, like very, guys, very I just don't player. get it. I hate parses. I'm I hate you're a healer. Too. I was Mel. just gonna bring that up, Mel. I hate parsing because it's. <sighs> I I I get in arguments all the time. I I say parsing is its own skill. Being a good parser and being a good raider are two different skill sets. And yeah, they Definitely. they they cross yes. over and they they correlate really well. But like for instance, my exactly. my average parse is a ninety seven in TK, but in SSC, I can't get a high average parse because I don't I don't selfishly seed the Murlocs on Tidewalker too quickly, exactly. right? And then Those... like wipe the raid. Well or like seed at the end when you should just be burning yeah. the boss when the bubbles are coming. And then, you know, just like I was talking to Yip, like I'm on the uh, staff buff duty for our, 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 your, your paladin. So I could get a much better K, uh, KT parse if I was just standing there pumping, but I have to watch for him and I have to move quite often. So that move is one whole, sh you know, sh like, shh, shadow bolt that i don't get off you know and, mm -hmm. but that's part of being a team player right mm -hmm. i mean as as rank 55 uh all-star uh for phase two girl mag i think i can chime in here about parse <laughs> no i mean yeah, I'm the, saying, average parse of 99 don't you on, on gruel 
Yeah, I have a nine. I have a nine yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I am ranked fifty five for Girl Mag now. So, um, but that's that does not matter. <laughs> it is later phase. But my my point was like you can tell when you look at my parses. Like I I parse but responsibly. I have ninety nines on all the fights that I know I won't wipe the raid on, and then everything mm-hmm. else I've got like ninety seven on because I'm wearing my mitt gear and I'm like I I I will not let me be the cause of a wipe on Morgrim. There are so many other things that can go wrong. I do not want to be the reason. I don't want people looking at my gear and being like, oh, Yip was wearing that gear. Of course. It, that's the worst yeah, Because feeling. you're going through, P- through PTSD of executive. Well, yeah, Everybody yeah. We had a, like, we had a tank like that. Bore? Yeah, we had a tank like that. And it's like, you don't want to be an enemy to, <laughs> to your well, kill. It, it's it's kind of sad to say it, but like I was an officer all through Classic, and I stepped down for TBC because I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. But... I used to look at people that would apply for the guild and they had the royal flesh, you know, 99s, all that all the way down on all their logs. And it would give me more hesitation as if someone with like 70s and 80s applied because I could look at that player and be like, OK, well, they're not in a speedrunning guild. So the only other way they can have these parses is if they're, is if they're selfish with loot. And incredibly selfish when it comes to respecting the rest of the raid and like not min maxing their personal parse to to wipe the raid but hey i got a 99 so it's all good yeah, seeing you know? 90s is much better than seeing 99 <laughs> yeah well on top of that when you see that type of player unfortunately and then not all the time like we're like we're like the current crew we have now like you know our god tier lock like he's not like that but many people that are like that feel entitled mm-hmm. and that's why oftentimes they're looking for a, another guild because they're like well i should have everything fed to me because i am the best you know and it's know. like and it's like yeah you're the best on paper but i really I, should I, have you know, everything it's fed a really to me. Yeah, congratulations right. you had to get bopped and lip <laughs> and you know like yeah c- c- it's just it's a real slippery slope there and but i don't know we we do have to move on though to <laughs> Time for the news. So now we have a lot of burning crusade. Uh, we have a lot of burning crusade news. First up, Black Temple and Mount Hygel are available for testing on the PTR, but it's been taken down, I guess now. But it, it popped up. Didn't really get a thing for Blizzard. It just kind of went down and popped back up. And Mount Hygel PTR is of is available. Did any of you guys do it? I didn't do it. We, we didn't have a lot of time. If it's, I'm I'm hoping it comes back up next week, and we're gonna try to get our guild in there doing some. But I don't I don't like going in like by myself and trying to find a groove to tank for. <laughs> doing it. Same. But yeah, that that was up. Uh, People did run it. I think Sarth and Crix and Metagoblin and a few other people uh, were able to take uh, were able to take Black uh, Black Temple and Illidan down. Um, so I'm hoping they do what we asked and don't leave it up for you know six weeks like they did yeah. TBC. I'm really glad they already dropped it down and and I think they took it down to make adjustments uh, because the people that were doing it were saying it felt too easy. Yeah. 
Uh, so it, hopefully they make it more difficult. I'm not sure, to be honest, but it seems like yeah, I, I I think that would be a lot better for for this uh, tier. The fact that Vash and KT were very hard for a lot of guilds and also contain some of the best gear that people need. Black Temple and Hyjal have more gear spread out. I think people will be more okay not having everything cleared as much. So it's like better to keep it hard then. Like if, if people can mm-hmm. still get their gear and gear up, uh, it's better to keep it hard. Yeah, you would. You don't want to go into Black Temple Mount Hyjal and be like, "Well, Bash was harder than this." I, I, yeah, I agree. I think people that do though are gonna the guilds that are struggling to kill Vash right now will probably uh, get the get the upgrades they need to go back and kill Vash uh, from Black Temple and Hyjal, which is really yeah. good. So it's kind of like a balance, right? You need you need it to be difficult enough to appeal to the people that are have been ten of ten since you know the first week. But you also need to appeal to the people that still aren't 10 of 10. Which is perfect, because I'm, I'm going to jump ahead here. And Blizzard, I'll, I'll do Bob's spiel. Blizzard listened to the podcast in their Monday morning meeting, and they heard us talking about how Lady Vash should be accessible, starting in Black Temple and Hyjal without killing all the other And bosses. KT, too. KT is, too. But we only, I think we only talked about Vash on, on her, the podcast. But we were saying that it's crazy to keep that locked because the amount of raid hours you would need in order to get these bosses down is just way too insane for any guild to do it. Uh, so it does seem, I don't think there's any Blizzard confirmation, uh, but there is, there, there, there is, is not, now, but oh, on there's the, not, P- yeah. yeah, there's not, but on the PTR, uh, they, you know, they, so even on top of that, so on the PTR rogues have went in and I got this information from Sarth. So, uh, so you know I it's wrong. Confirmed it, but if you got it from Sarth, it's wrong, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> well, supposedly, mm-hmm. rogues have went into the P to the PTR in both in both uh, TK and SSC and found that there are nerfs across the board, which is what Yip thought was going to happen. Like I knew it. Trash was is nerfed. Like everything's nerfed as far as health and everything else goes. I have an yeah. image for you. Yeah, we were looking at this ah, too. Yep. Um, the numbers okay. are absolutely in, insane, but I, I, my, my Nostradamus came out because I knew it made no sense for the only nerfs to be coming out to be the ones that they had proposed earlier. It made sense for like, oh my god, everyone's eight of ten. We need to make this easier for people. But as the finalized nerfs, there was so many things that were easy. Um, I think that there's even more than this. Did did anyone go through and do any of these bosses, or is it just? These are numbers that they looked at from. Um, these are numbers that, like, basically rogues stealth so through and I, just looked at health. I personally believe that a lot of these bosses have mechanical changes as well, too. Um, because, like, in patch 2.1, Lady Vash could no longer mind control people. So I think that we're going to be getting, like, a <laughs> lot of serious changes to these bosses that are going to make them way easier. <laughs> what we don't know, what they've confirmed is going live on Tuesday, on t- on t- uh, Tuesday is that the three nerfs to the three bosses no, are going all through. all of the nerfs these, are. Well, th- but these, like, they haven't, the, but Blizzard hasn't talked about they the have. nerfs that the rogues found. Well, they kind of have in the fact that okay, they said. but it says Persuasion they said the final... no longer provides crowd control immunity for Lady Vash. Is what okay, Blizzard got, you're is looking at the old. You're looking at the old stuff. They oh. their current statement is 
we are implementing the finalized nerfs to these raids uh, on the fourteenth. Okay, so they so didn't say we're implementing yet. I was just curious if when the you know when we went live with phase three, if that's what no, all of these. No, they said they specifically in. said on December fourteenth, the finalized nerfs for these raids are coming out. Which is, I think, all of these nerfs are coming out on Tuesday, and everything's gonna be like it, we're basically gonna be on maintenance mode. Like everything's gonna be easy. It's time to prepare for Black Temple. Uh, the the people who couldn't kill Vash at all or KT, they're gonna be able to do it. I think very easily now. Um, that's what I think is gonna happen. We only have the health pools coming from PTR, but those health pool drops are absolutely uh, insane. I mean, some of these we knew about from bosses, but even trash is gonna be incredibly simpler and easier. Uh, maybe you can wait two GCDs because then they're going to die two GCDs later. Because do you think being able to go straight to Vash and no 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 KT that won't will that be won't in on out. Tuesday? No, no. there's okay, I don't I don't think so. I, I think that that would be a phase thing. But the fact that they said finalized nerfs to me makes it seem like okay, there's obviously going to be more coming that we don't know about. Um, and uh, maybe they don't want to tell us until Tuesday so that they can't change their minds over the weekend because <laughs> they they're good at that but i'm hoping next week everything will just sort of be easy and uh everyone can kind of go into preparing for phase three time yeah i'm okay i'm okay with the nerfs you know I'm, i welcome them as a hardcore player that raids you know i raid log tbc yeah you know spending an extra hour in raid every every night is not as as desirable right now so for me anyway i, I like the nurse get Get us in, get us out, get us into Black Temple, feeling feeling good, and then let that be the challenge, right? Yeah, and no one can really be mad. Like I hate to say it, they, I thought that this was a whole thing was a ploy <laughs> this whole time because they threatened to nerf a, the the bosses early without warning. Everyone gets it in their head, and now it's sort of everyone knows the nerfs are coming. You can't really be mad anymore. You had multiple weeks, um, almost a full month, I think, of raiding in order to get your ten of ten with warning that the, these nerfs were incoming. Um, so, I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard for anyone to be that upset about the nerfs. It's just, we're ready to, like, last last night, I was I was super done. I was, the, the, we rated this a lot. We've been 10 of 10 for a while. I'm ready for, to have less time in these raids. TK and SSC, they're, my interest in them <laughs> is, is moving on. I, too, am, I, I've been raid logging pretty hard. I still love TBC. I just like I don't feel a huge need other than PvP and raid to log in and like go do daily quests or something. Um, so I think that this is just good. So yeah, like I'm looking at it, there's still a ton. There's still the guilds that are like the guilds that are ten of ten is twelve thousand three hundred ninety two. The guilds that are nine of ten are three thousand three hundred seventy nine. Guilds that are eight of ten four thousand six hundred fifty one. And there's about 5,000 or 6,000 guilds that are 7 or 10 or below. So there's still a I lot do, of guilds that haven't done I it. I mean, I do understand the frustration of, like, if you're so close and then they nerf it. Like, you never actually get to feel that. But at the same time, this is how TBC has always progressed, right? Like, they nerf the previous raids once the next raids come out. So, like... Well, they actually even nerf them before then for a lot of these changes. We're we're actually experiencing the hard version much longer than they did in TBC. So like we they gave us they gave us a lot. <laughs> they gave us more yeah. than they had to give us here, I think. Um, well, they also gave us the pre-nerfed raids. Yeah, exactly. Like these pre-nerfs are like they're giving us a hard version to satisfy us. Listen, we're 10 of 10. We've been 10 of 10 for a little while. 
we don't have a single defender chest in this guild. It's time for everyone to be able to kill all the bosses because I can't <laughs> even imagine. We don't have a pattern for the Belt I, of Blasting still. Yeah, we don't have a pattern for yeah, Belt of Blast. I mean, I've done 12 or 11 lockouts of TB of, of uh, TK and SSC, and I don't have a single upgrade from the raids. It's, 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 I have Boots of Blasting, Belt of Blasting because they're crafted. Yeah. And that is, that is, the, that's it. I've got the wand right? and the sword. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, but it, it shows that we don't need it. You know, as much as as we right. may think we do. Yeah, and the people struggling now, they do need it. It's time to get the gear. Yeah, it's time to plan for phase three. Where, where you, you <laughs> they, I feel like they they gave people plenty of time. They they retracted the earlier nerfs to give people the time to hit their ten of ten. I thought they'd give them a week or two. We ended up getting like three or four extra weeks of 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 no nerfs. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Just time. wait for a TBC season of mastery, and maybe they won't ever nerf. Uh. <laughs> well, it, uh, to be honest, if you're not ten out of ten right now, you're doing something fundamentally wrong with the mechanics. I'm not sure how much a health pool decrease by twenty percent is going to save you. Yeah, because I mean, Vash in specific is a very mechanical fight. And yeah, I, was, I, I, will, I would agree true. for the most part. If if you are Phase three, though, I think having a lesser health pool is just going to make it easier no matter what, because there's yeah, less getting time to phase pools. three, though, safely. Yeah, if you can't get to phase three safely right yeah. now, this is not enough. <laughs> yeah, um, it, exactly. That's why, the hard though, part. I don't think that these are the only nerfs, because there is another important nerf that happens in actual TVC that I think is the single hardest Vash mechanic is uh, the toxic spores that come out. As soon as they hit you, they deal damage in TBC right now. So people will sometimes just die because they're not using a weak ore or paying attention. Now, or in TBC, there was no damage. They nerfed it so that damage didn't apply when it got hit. It would land, then tick. So you had plenty of time to move out of it. So I think if there are additional nerfs other than health, with I, which I do believe there will be, uh, I think it's going to be a lot easier and people will be able to. Like, I think the mechanics will be nerfed. So that yeah. these guilds will absolutely be 10 of 10. No more thornling seeds and target dummies and on bash. Please no more thornling seeds. We're like a decent <laughs> guild and we still thornling seed because it's just like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, no. but I only have three left and I really don't want to go back to Dire Mall. <laughs> you should not have to. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, well, let's hope so. Uh, in other news on uh, the patch, they did some changes to the look uh the the uh looking for group ui um to like automatically add you to something i don't know what to say i i haven't used it like when i look for groups i still use the lfg channel i could be so, wrong am i crazy i thought i thought some of that just had to do with making it easier for ptr groups to get made <laughs> i didn't realize that was like an actual change coming yeah it's yeah it is coming to like well i mean it's on the PTR, yeah, so it's on the PTR. It's I don't, not, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not coming. They gave, they they released very little information with this PTR. <laughs> that normally there's no like grand announcement. Uh, there are like blue posts about it, but they really are like leaving it up to people to see all this stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, so in the uh, in the next news, maybe you can like explain this to me. So. The text to speech feature has been found in the PTR. Like they don't know if it's an error or not, but what's text to speech even used for? It's for someone who maybe has trouble seeing, uh, so that when someone types in chat, it'll talk to you. 
Um, yeah. So oh, instead of having to read, it'll read it back to you. So it's for someone who might be visually impaired, I think. Like really bad, uh, what's it, farsighted? What, what's the one where you can't see close? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, just somebody visually yeah. impaired or somebody with dyslexia yeah, any, any, or somebody with... Yeah, like, or has any... trouble reading or... Yeah. 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 There, I mean, uh, okay. there are there are 100% blind people that raid WoW. I don't know if you like have ever blind? seen it. Yes. There's yeah. also How? deaf people that raid WoW. Yeah, wow, yeah, which this will not help with. Deaf, <laughs> yeah, I can definitely help, see. Help with that. Um, I don't want to well, like text to speech. Wouldn't that help a deaf person? They can't hear. Uh, they can't hear. Twenty-one <laughs> percent of you, of Americans. You meant speech to text is what yeah, you were thinking. I thought oh, that's yeah, a, yeah. Okay, Sorry. Um, which is okay. no, that's, that's these are these are that's a legitimate thing that people need as well too. Um, but twenty-one percent of American adults. Are categorized as low English literacy, and four percent are categorized as functionally illiterate. So there are some people too who just are not good at reading, whether it's a dyslexia or, or anything. Some people just it's just better for them. Um, oh, dyslexia is a big one. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mel said it earlier. Oh, Yip mentions it. Mel mentioned don't, it. Yeah, Mel said it earlier. Nobody don't give me said credit. anything. Uh, don't give me credit. But yeah, this is. I think. I hope. I mean, any any accessibility stuff is obviously a, a great thing. Uh, increasing accessibility to WoW. I, mean, yeah, I don't sure. think anyone has issues with that. Yep, awesome. awesome. And if you haven't yet, you should Google. There is articles about the blind people who play WoW, and it is incredible how they play the game. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. It's probably based a lot off sound. Um, I will have to check that out. Yeah, and, and it requires it requires the guild coming together, like fundamentally, in such a beautiful way. It's really cool. You should check it out. Yeah, yeah that's that, awesome. that sounds awesome. All right, so, you know, going back to what Yip said at the start of the podcast, they listened to us at, at, the, at the Blizzard morning meetings, and as of, two, as of Tuesday the 14th, they will be removing the Serpent Shrine Cavern and Tempest Keep uh, attunements to get in. So now you can get those alts in if somebody wants to change classes if you know you need to fill the raid like now they don't have to do all that extra stuff i'm personally kind of happy about it because i want people to be included i don't really like it but i'm happy for the change if that makes sense how how do you guys feel i love it i'm over it i'm sick of pretending i'm like this hardcore gamer who wants to see secret bosses that only I'm allowed to go do because I put in all the effort. I've got an alt druid. I want to bring him into SSC start next god dang week and I can do it now and I love it. <laughs> I love that I don't need to waste my time getting attuned. I love that dad gamers who don't have time to get their alts attuned can now come in as well. I just want to play the game. I don't want people to quit. I, I'm, <laughs> I say go for it. I think it's a silent nod to the fact that they recognize TBC is dead outside of raiding and endgame PvP and nobody's running dungeons anymore and nobody's getting the rep for the attunements. Which is a, a which is true. And on a server like ours. Do we do we think that hardcore has had any implication on that? No. Uh, Our server no. was dying before Season of Mastery came out. No, I'm not saying on the server dying. I'm saying on the amount of time you're engaged in tbc because i know for me i was leveling a hunter because i've never leveled a hunter and i was trying to make money for my you know other characters but as soon as i got into hardcore i have not touched that character since the problem that yeah the problem is um what is required so you're talking about leveling an alt 
hunter, that's great. But what we're talking about is getting Shatara rep so that you can go run heroic Architraz so that you can then get a tune. And that, that the, the funnel of people, like there probably are people like doing some low level dungeons depending on your server, but you funnel down how many people want to go do Architraz with you so that you can get it tuned is becoming like impossible yeah. to find. I, yeah. You know, you know, it would be like kind of an interesting idea is if instead of removing the rep gates for getting attuned, they allowed you to buy a reputation with gold as a gold sink. Or real USD. Or real USD. You could spend your no. hard-earned dollary dues. Oh, no, no, <laughs> just give it to us free. Um, okay. I'm, a, I'm a shill for this. Either way, you're probably spending real USD if you're really interested because people are going to buy gold, right? <laughs> so if, you, if you don't buy gold right now, I don't know how you're getting it. I'll, yeah, we get, we provide, so things, I actually realized, crunching the numbers, I mean, how expensive rating is actually very expensive right now the fact that we have every no, the fact that we have everything provided to us for free from the guild yeah. bank is an incredible boon i don't know if our guilds are, it's like knacks all over again where people are like i can't afford these consumes well, i think like i think the problem is the opposite for my server at least i'm on uh ats and i'm i'm shameless I'll, I'll straight up tell you rating every week on my tbc character costs me four dollars a week Nice. And I think that's the problem. It should cost me $60 a week. But Blizzard will never do anything about the bots, and therefore, why am I going to farm gold? Why am I going to farm primal fire for six hours, make 500 gold, and it's $11 for a thousand gold? I did recently See, look I at just gold play prices. play the auction house and have craftable cooldowns on multiple characters. So and we have a guild bank master that legit plays the auction house so well and utilizes like our internal crafters to do things from his auction house like wizardry and we have everything available to everybody every week for raid no if ands that, or buts. we craft that's beautiful we, like i wish i yeah. was in a, in a situation like that but to be like yeah, i was an advocate like i hate gdkp Right. I, I've always hated it. I hate gold buying. I hate botting, like all of the problems from classic. And I never once in my life bought gold, right? Until TBC. Because I, I was like, I'm raid logging. I would after two two years of classic WoW, where Blizzard has proven to us that they will never do a single thing about a bot on the server. I gave up. I was like, look. I'm not going to sit here competing for tags against a hunter that's been here for 72 hours straight farming, farming, right? There's, it's just a waste of my time and it's a disrespect to the actual player. So I said, screw it. You know what? I'm just going to buy the gold. And if, wow, if they, this is a hot take, but if they put the wow token into TBC, I would be your first customer blizzard. If they put the wow token in, I will buy it. But yeah. until then, like I, I'm, I'm, I've set myself up to where I'm making the money that I need. You play throughout. a lot though, as well, too, Bob. Like Bob, you play outside of raid. I can like tell you bit. right now, I raid. I raid weekly with Blizzard employees in my raid team that also buy gold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, I can, it, I can see it. give up. I believe it. Just give. I just gave I, up. I said, I mean, screw it. You know, we've had can't yeah, beat them. We've had them. rough, rough raid nights because we have. We, yeah, we, we had, had some people, people on banned. temporary bans for buying gold. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a problem. There are a lot of aspects. I mean, I don't talk about it a lot because, again, it's not like a super negative show. Um, but there are a lot of aspects to Classic WoW that have been entirely ruined for me. Some of my favorite parts of World of Warcraft are unplayable just because of the bot and economy situations that exist. That, yeah, you know, someone in chat says, go do, you know, go do daily quests. Well, an hour of my time to the 10 cents of gold that I'm going to make is someone who is an adult who works and can be doing other things. It doesn't feel good. And it's just not, it, the game yeah. is not in a healthy place for that. I really enjoy raiding. I really enjoy PvP. I'm logging on to do those things, but every other aspect of the game, I think, is suffering really, really bad right now. Maybe on the mega servers, it's better, but you know, it's immune to it. Solo self found hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Solo self found hardcore. It, right. I was just about <laughs> and I to think say it that. Makes like, me appreciate it more because, yeah. like, now in hardcore, it's like I don't like I have to earn all the money that I get. I don't have to worry about, you know. Okay. I was on I was on stream because Bob went to get something and he's like, I'll go get you wine if you prepare for raid on stream so that I can come back and do it. Right. And I was like, OK, fine. Yeah, because I did want to end the stream. <laughs> right. So I get on stream and I'm like, OK, so I'm going to go prepare for raid. And I was about to open my bank and I was like, don't judge me. OK. And I open my bank. and It's just this like smorgasbord of crap in my bank lots of stuff worth a ton yes. of of money <laughs> i keep telling myself i need to like parse through her stuff and like post stuff yeah, but i just I'm never a hoarder, do okay like only in game like at home like no i'll throw things out but in game like i'm just like i don't know if i'm gonna need this <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could sell this, but I'm horrible at selling things on the auction house. Well, the, so, the state of the servers doesn't help either, though. You know, you've got most servers are ten percent one faction, ninety percent the other, and if you're on that ten percent one faction, the auction house is even dead for you. Where do you get your gold if you don't buy it? Yeah, the problem right. is once they once they allowed factions to transfer without any regard for this bigger faction on where they're going. It's sort of like, well, Blizzard doesn't really care either. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't fault me for not caring about, like, the health of the Alliance side of White Man or care to do more than Raid Log when Blizzard is showing that they don't care. They want us on Benediction also. They don't want us on White Main sitting here. They want the mega servers. So it's like I'm doing what the game is expecting me to do at this point. <laughs> well, and we, so, if we didn't uh, summon to SSC... Removed. If we didn't summon to SSC, then we would die seven times going in, right? Here's, so here's we're my, utilizing something to allow us to summon SSC so that we can get summoned and not have to die 25 times. For Bob, I will end this conversation with yep. the fact of life. We are all going down the casual train of, of expansions for WoW. Fact Next expansion, life. we're going to be like, wow, I, I love that I can just go into heroics. I love that the rep that I gain, I just have to wear their tabard, and that's the rep that I gain in the heroics. Mm. I don't have to like go do these specific dungeons over and over again. Mm. I don't have to quest in those zones if I don't want to. I right, we everyone, wonder how retail got to the way exactly. it is. Exactly, what we <laughs> keep begging the them. About. Yeah, we're we're literally following in the footsteps, and now I'm the casual guy who's like, you know what? <laughs> okay, but at the same time, a lot of oh, these shit. things could be remediated <laughs> by just not allowing faction transfers or not allowing. Okay, 
I'm ending this one. Okay. Yep. Serpentine Cavern and TK Attunements have been removed. Yay. Moving on to classic WoW season of mastery news. Just two up two updates from the news we had last week. The hilarious slip up on Lionheart AU has been, I guess, fixed. I guess they moved everybody back. They took all the gold back, took all everything back. I don't know how they did that without rolling the server back. Anybody have any any insight on this? If it actually is fixed? Or... I'm sure it's fixed, but what a joke. <laughs> I'll just reiterate. Yeah. I could not be more disappointed in in just like the state of classic when when well, this is the, where we live. I know they banned from... the people who did it. At least some oh, people did. did. Okay. I would like to know if those banned players got refunds for their transfers. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, what's funny is I guess Lionheart isn't very populated, according to Josh Corbett from Count from Countdown to Classic. I was listening to his rant to today, and he was not very happy with Season of Mastery's turnout. And it, it it's looking like if you're not doing the hardcore challenge. Season of Mastery is really not that big. Which I think we knew or would think. Yeah, I mean, in. we guessed would happen. Yeah, yeah, it's too soon. Way too soon for Fresh Classic. They should have waited until this time next year. I, I even like, I mean, I feel bad saying this. I just, this is the perfect season. They should have implemented some of this hardcore stuff, maybe even gone further with more rules than just having a no death rule. And they shouldn't have changed the bosses yet. Because I think the boss changes are really cool. I would be interested in experiencing that again. I'm just playing TBC right now. I, I don't want to go back and do that. So hardcore is kind of the only way that I would get back into vanilla. So the fact that like they those are hitting at the same time, then next ma season of Mastery, it's probably going to be like really hardcore perfect. And then everyone's going to want to go back to vanilla to raid and they won't. Hey, like they, they've mismatched what's going on here. Um, okay, the good rating is in that TBC. They, they are listening and they understand that there is a crowd out there because of the hardcore buff, right? So you like see that they're listening and that they are making changes for the better. And I think that that's all we can ask see, for. But I think the hard, the, I said this, I've said this multiple times over this last week on stream when people ask, I think the hardcore buff. I really don't give a shit about like I really could give two shits. The hardcore buff can be literally carried from start to end period. You could be walked through everything. You could use the auction house. You could use the mail. You could do all this crap. The, the, uh, the, the buff is easy freaking mode com compared to Cargos's hard mode. Like okay. that is the real true hardcore challenge. And no, you can't get that from Blizzard. I don't give a well, shit. You can't get it from anywhere buff. though. That's the problem. Okay. I understand that the buff is like a not good enough right now, but having an add-on that is the thing that proves that you've not died is way yeah, worse. I mean, you're supposed to stream it. That's okay, why you're I'm supposed to stream it. That's such an unreasonable ask. And you don't have to record it anymore. Now, yeah, can you don't I have to talk? Record anymore. You yes. don't have to record anymore. But here's the thing: is that I understand that this is not enough, right? But they have heard the people. They have said. I understand that there is this community. I think as we move forward, they're going to realize that this community is the only thing that made Season of Mastery 
popular, right? And that I think if you go to a non-hardcore server, I think you're going to see basically what you saw in the whatever era servers, classic era servers, right? You're not going to see the population that you see in the classic hardcore community. And I, I think that you guys want more right now and they're going to get there and it might be too late. Sure. And, but I think that the people that have been influential in getting them there, I think it's huge, right? Like this is what people want. And here you go. It's not just people replaying classic over and over again. It's let's make this challenging. Let's make this exciting in a different way. And from that, I'm hoping that they can develop different things that maybe we haven't thought about yet. Well, I think that's exactly like what will come. That's why I'm not trashing the buff because the buff is the only legitimacy to hardcore that yeah. exists in game. Like I understand there's an add-on and the add-on everyone looks at the add-on. No one's looking at my add-on telling me I haven't died yet. Like there, there's no, uh, there's personal agency, but there's no real like, there's no, there's no social aspect to it. Uh, can anyone even check if I'm actually unless you're in a guild? They can check sure. unless in, you're uh, unless you're in a guild. Yes, they can, but yeah, they can in, check. Like it's crazy. I'm in the hardcore Bravo guild because a lady got us in, and so I'm in with all my characters, and it's great because like I just get to see these people die. And I'm like, oh no, level fifty two. Oh, dude, no. that's the worst. When I see like or a level someone's eight in die. a freaking dungeon and one person dies, and I'm like, oh, here it comes, yeah. and it's like, ding. Ding, ding, because they're all the same guild running it and they all died. Oh my God, so it's crazy. That's, that's really cool and fun, but that's not accessible. And what we're talking about is accessibility. Yeah. You're trashing so the think, buff, but the buff is the only accessible part of the game. Yeah. I they'll, think, they'll in, I'm sorry. To, to speak to Yip's point, I think, I think you're, you're, you, you figured it out, right? Like, hardcore is amazing. It's always, it always has been really fun. There have been adjustments to the rules as needed over time. Like, we've, you finally hit this point where it's like, okay, this rule set seems to work the best. We're going to, this is going to be what it is. But I also think that that is incredibly limiting on people being able to jump in and play it. It's not accessible. The, the real play is season of mastery next season, mm -hmm. dedicated one server on each area for one hardcore server. And the only thing they need to do is turn off the resurrect button. Because then Can they so turn off mail found. too? Because if I'm not allowed to take mail, I don't want to see my mail icon. I well, so that's the thing. I think I think that the the way Blizzard should do it, and this is maybe counterintuitive to the rest of the hardcore community, is just my opinion. They should literally launch the game exactly how it is. No resurrect button. If you want to play, I think solo they should launch found, it with the hardcore server rules. But but like, if you why not launch because hardcore it's servers? it's not accessible. It's it's just not accessible. Crazy. If you want a successful, like, hardcore server, and you can take notes from Diablo, Path of Exile, uh, Iron Man, and OSRS, like, it needs to be the full game, no resurrect button, available, and it just turns you into a ghost, or you can delete your character, right? One of the two. And, and then let people choose, hey, I'm doing solo self-found. I don't want to group with anybody. Because then... It's the same as Path of Exile, where when you create your character, you can pick hardcore, solo, self-found. It puts you on a different layer than the rest of the hardcore players, right? You can pick softcore, solo, self-found, and then it puts you on your own layer. 
And then you've got these different communities of people. Some people might want to run dead minds till they get a cruel barb, right? Some people might want to run to only once. Some people might want to group for a quest in the Loch Madon. Some people might want to try and solo that quest. And I think you got to leave it. You need to sacrifice a little bit to gain a lot when it comes yeah. to player base. And if you allow these people to make the decisions for themselves, it will become much more accept accepted in the community. And I think what Bob was saying about not caring about the buff, I'm going to challenge that because when there wasn't a buff, you didn't want to play hardcore. Yeah. Well, it's not really that. It's just, I just like, I just didn't think I would do it, but the road to rag like sounded kind of neat. So that's True. what got me started. Yeah, but the then I was dope. like, but then I was like, well, I don't even care about the road to rag. I'm going to do three different characters and just do this. Like this is so, you know, I, makes me wish I would have started earlier because then I would have really pushed towards the road. I've to seen rag. the population that only wants to play with the, the, the hard or the soul of iron buff. And I, I love that. And I don't think excluding these people from being technically hardcore makes like the community stronger. I saw this with runescape. I, I saw the whole thing from someone deciding on their own. Hey, I want to play a version of this game where I have to find all my own stuff. I'm going to call it, I think it was called like one man army or something. And I'm going to do everything on my own. I saw it get implemented in the game as Iron Man. People were like, I want to do that, but I don't want to die. And people would do that on their own. And then it got implemented into the game as a choice that you could have on your own. Then people were like, I want to do this, but I don't want to be able to access my bank. And if I die, I lose like all my stuff, basically. Um, so they implemented that into the game. These are changes that happened over time. But because of the replayability of these modes, versus like the actual game of like do you want to go kill rag again i think that it's okay for them to have iterations of it and starting with just the soul of iron i think that it seemed like a lot for them to even do that i was surprised when yeah. they when they announced that so i mean i think that's them accepting that there is a vehement community that is really committed to this way of playing right and i think that we have to understand that it's a process yeah, but you're misunderstanding. You're what playing I'm duo though, about. Bob. Someone, yeah, I'm playing two two duos. Yeah, and, 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 and people who play like solo, solo would say the same and thing to you. I Duo's love my solo the most, I but I love my friends too. I'm just saying. So, yeah, but what I am saying is, I don't think hardcore is really that hard. If you could group with other people, if you could use the auction house, if you could use the mail, I don't think hard. I, I don't think hardcore is hard. I don't For think you. hardcore is hard either because you. you can cheese it too. You can cheese hardcore mode too. Someone can sit outside your group and kill everything for you, Bob. No, you can't. I mean, if you do it true to the thing, then you have to stream it all. No, you so don't. So that's what Those are I'm, not the rules that's anymore, doing. Bob. Yeah, but well, but the app will actually like well, it won't see people killing stuff outside. See, and that's why I say, if you're not streaming. I don't, I don't know if you're not recording. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, it, it, if I want to put it, I'm trying to think of a good example here. But I think if I want to put it in terms of TBC right now, like if you want to relate it to something like that, uh, let's look at guilds that are 10 out of 10 versus not 10 out of 10. Right. It what is easy for some is very difficult for others. Right. So there's people like you and I, 
you know, that we've played a lot of World of Warcraft our lives. We have keybinds. We we know minute things like mobs can execute you, right? Or mobs. Like, hey, that mob netted me, you know, two years ago when I made my character on Classic. And I remember that, right? Which which we find is cool and interesting. And that, that makes it challenging, but still fun. And I think a lot of the newer players that are coming in, maybe someone wants to give it a shot because their brother or sister is playing uh, hardcore, right? And they're like, oh, well, if, if you know, the community's there and that's where the people are, I want to play that too. But I've never really leveled in Classic. When I, when I did it in Classic, you know, I dungeon grinded the whole way. I spell cleaved my way up or I paid a mage 50 gold an hour to just blast me through Maradon, right? Those people, I feel like they deserve a challenge uh but some of these rules that we have are just incredibly limiting um and i i was part of the creation of some of these rules i was part of the teams that were making the decisions on why do we not allow mailbox you know when i started hardcore we had we allowed alts and you could mail items to an alt uh, to have a, a bank so when you made a new character you could funnel green items that you had found on your higher level characters but the fundamental reasoning behind a lot of these rules, like the requiring you to record or stream your gameplay and no mailbox and no trading wasn't necessarily because we were having issues with the challenge being too easy. It was it was problems with verification of the characters hitting 60. Right. And people abusing the system. Right. Yeah. Like. There's always going to be levels of like, oh, okay, you can abuse this this way that you don't think about when you're making the rules because you're like, mm -hmm. well, people won't do that. Back in the day, like this time last year, what we were doing is everyone that hit 60, we would add them to the website after somebody, some human, had to watch their entire leveling gameplay. Right? And I... Me included. That's unrealistic. I, I was sitting there working and I would have someone's recorded gameplay on my screen next to me 24-7 for an entire year. Right. And it was just non-stop. And then the, the community would grow and it would just get more and more people that would come in. And I'd have to be like, okay, well, this guy, this guy traded. Uh, what did he trade and who did he trade? Was it his duo partner? Or was it someone else? You know, and it's just it's a horror. There's like like I turned off trading. I turned like I turned off all these different things because People try to troll you with that shit mm -hmm. too. Like they just open up trades to try to like trade you something to mm -hmm. like mess with the add-on. What's nice is the add-on does, which is funny because I put the add-on on classic first, TBC, and then I realized, oh, I gotta do it for classic era with all my add-ons. And so I put it, but I left it on on classic TBC. I'm sitting there on my bank called. I'm like, why can I not use the auction house? What is wrong? <laughs> like, I'm just right-clicking. Nothing's happened. I'm like, I can't open my mail either. It says I have mail, but I don't see any mail. Like, what the? You know, it was the add-on that was doing that. It was hilarious. It took, me, it took me like five minutes to figure out. My last hot take with this is that I actually, I legitimately might think that the hardcore mode rules are actually not good. I think they might be bad and antithetical to what's trying to happen in Season of Master right now. When you hit 60... All of the rules are immediately thrown out now if you're doing Road to Rag, right? Like, now you can kind group of. with these people. You can, kind of, you can trade with each other. 
Like the fact that you with can, people in your guild, right? Yeah. But I'm saying that that is immediately antithetical to the whole what you're suggesting that the rules need to be X and Y way. Well, if you want to raid without dying, we immediately have to get rid of some of the rules. So maybe the hardcore rules that exist now, it, I I personally just think for hardcore to live, it needs to eventually 100% be in game. How what, do you stop getting money from gold sellers? That's what's beautiful, no. I think, about the hardcore challenge: allowing trades and allowing auction house and allowing the the mailbox opens that gate. Not I think if you, you, okay, sure. I mean, sure. I think you just have a toggle switch like Path of Exile, where it says solo self found. Yeah, and it I won't mean, allow exactly. trade windows come switch. out. Let let uh, let the individual make the choice, right, as to what what rules they want to apply to them. Other than not dying, because that's that is what hardcore is. Like I, I, I run F's in chat. We interviewed David Brevik, gotcha. the the creator of Diablo, and I asked him about hardcore. You know specifically because Diablo was the first game to ever have hardcore as a game mode, like in ingrained in the system. And he said, like, hey, some people are just crazy, and and it, it, his philosophy on it is really good. I'd have to go back and rewatch it and re-listen to, to quote it, you know, perfectly. But I think more rules is good for a smaller community, but you need to start stripping those away if you want it to grow to the point where it's accessible to anyone that wants to just make a character, like a button, enter the world and not die. And griefing, griefing would go away completely, which is a huge bonus for the community. We would have a dedicated server. If somebody griefs you, all it takes is one person to kill that player. They have to re-level a whole new tune to grief you. Yeah. And if there are I'm not like, gonna lie, I don't stream. Trading. And that really detracted me from wanting to play hardcore. Yeah. That you had to stream all of your like leveling. Like that detracted me. I was like, well, I'm not gonna yeah. stream. <laughs> and sh shout outs to that the community. Me too. A huge shout out to the community that came up with the add-on. I mean, w this is a grassroots movement. We have people that are, and nobody's getting paid for anything we're doing. And we've had probably close to 15 people step up and help develop the add-on so that you don't have to record or stream. Um, yeah, and that's they, huge. They're, you know, outside, them. outside the box thinkers. You know, how can we make this add-on that absolutely intrudes upon your gameplay without breaking Blizzard's, like, add-on TOS? And they've got really creative with it, and and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So in the last bit of news, uh, PvP was fucked up. They tried to fix it. They overfixed it. it was still fucked up. They pulled it back, and now I don't know if it's still fucked up or not. But people lost items, and yeah. Oh, add this. <laughs> add this in earlier, by the way. Hey, brand new news, a blue post did just confirm that Yip is always 100% correct, and the nerfs coming next week are the 2.3 or 2.4.3 versions of the bosses, <laughs> not just arbitrary nerfs that they're putting in. A blue post has confirmed that their final versions of these bosses and raids will be in, which means they're going to be incredibly easy. Which means I'll have more time for some hardcore. So same. Hey, same. <laughs> All right, so, okay, this is where we're at now. We're actually running really long. I did want to hear, like, some of the MC and pre-gearing strategies. How do you guys feel? Do you want to do that? I, if so, I'll just do a second episode this week. But if not, 
we can just end it here. I can super TLDR it too if you want. It's we're, nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, I think going we can on. talk about it. We talked a lot about hardcore already, like a lot of the general. All right, well, then let's move on to. Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so this week in discussion, I was really curious about what the hardcore scene was going to be doing to gear up for M for MC. If they were going to run in and do trash runs or do one or two bosses, basically work themselves up week week by week. Because what people at home might forget about is you need quintessence to get to rag. So you need enough people that have those to be able to douse. And you can't just use... The, the 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 certain amount because if one person dies they can't use their 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 quintessence so there's a lot that goes in I saw Duranosaur today in a raid farming echoes in in winter spring and it just got me to thinking like there's probably a lot of intricate planning going into this and so with Wiki on I wanted him to kind of tell us about some of their discussions or sure. plans for the road to Rag. So the the discussion in the plans is it's in it's such a weird thing. We've never been in a situation in WoW where it's quite as unique that we're in currently, right? Um, we've got around 120, 130 players at level 60 currently. Um, nice. Damn, I didn't know it was that many. Yeah, wow. and we are pumping dungeons out. Are they out. all people vetted, though? Yeah, are they're vetted before they're invited. Are sure if they're going to, like troll the raid well, for the so thieves. so to get into the hardcore elite guild the level 60 guild you have to be vetted via the add-on in the website to even get an invite to the guild we're going to do a secondary vetting um we've got a spreadsheet of every player their current loadout on 60 upgrades of what gear they currently have on a link to their classic world of warcraft logs to show yada 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 and it wouldn't surprise me i mean we've talked about it but it would not surprise me if you need a recommendation to even step foot in Molten Core from somebody else in the raid that is known. Because a lot of us know each other. We've played together a long time, you know, like, pe- like people like me and Duranosaur, uh, Sarth, Cargos, uh, Bobka. Like Def, uh, Def, Def Camp, Def Camp, Melderon. Like we've all known each other in the classic WoW ethos for a long time. We can trust that no one, none of us are going to intentionally Leroy Jenkins the raid, right? So if, if, I, could, if I don't know Joe Schmo, and Sarth knows Joe Schmo, and Sarth says, no, 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 he's really good, he's, he's cool, I raided with him in Classic, he's, you know, we're, we're really cool like that, then that person probably has a higher chance of uh, walking into Molten Core than somebody else. But right now, most of the theory that's going into the, like, the high-end discussions is comp, uh, for, you know, raid comp. We have no clue what we're doing uh, in terms of raid comp, because what we're doing has never been done before. So it's it's difficult to decide based on logs, right? There's only like eight or nine guilds that have that have cleared the new Molten Core anyway. Well, because normally you go into Molten Core and you go as far as you can until you wipe a couple of times. You're like, yep. okay, we'll go for next for mm-hmm. next week. Everybody make sure to farm more your prebis, yada, yada, yada. Yep. And we we already talked about it as a community, uh, but we're against PTR testing. We're not going to PTR test at all. We think that defeats the purpose of the challenge. 
So what we're really relying on is, is Warcraft logs to see incoming outgoing damage, you know, what comps were these people running, but, but that necessarily won't work for us. It's a, it's going to be a huge challenge, right? Um, for instance, Warlock, I, I talk about Warlock a lot because that's my main class. DS Ruin is just not going to fly. Uh, you know, the main raid spec is just not going to work in a hardcore environment because you're going to be having, you know, mitigation warrior tanks with no world buffs trying to generate threat. And if you get two crits, you're turning a core hound on the raid. And then all of a sudden, you know, you lose a couple people from your raid roster. So you have decided to go mitt. Uh, yeah. You have decided to go prot warriors rather than uh, fury yeah. things, huh? Yep. And okay. and the gearing is going to be incredibly interesting. We're going to swap. There's, there's discussion currently about swapping characters based on which encounters we're about to fight. So we might even build an like a raid comp per boss uh, that is a target raid comp that we will be switching to prior to that raid. So like, let's say, you know, Gar, you get seven warlocks, Lucifron, you get three warlocks, you know, and it's just, there's all these things that are up in the air, but the hardest part about planning it is that we don't know who's going to be alive when we need to walk into Molten Core. So who do you promote as your raid lead prior to, to Molten Core? You know, how do you assign leadership uh, for a raid of people when the leader might die in Skolomance tomorrow. Okay, do you have a policy against a raid leader being able to lead the raid while watching on Discord? So we, the perfect the question I was just about to ask. There's, there is no policy against that. We would encourage it, but the problem is 40 people in a call and a raid leader that's watching like a main tank perspective Right. And then the raid leader making a call that the tank is not doing. Right. Um, you know, the raid leader may may be watching on Discord and say, OK, pull this next pack of giants. And. The, the main tank may have already charged in or may may be targeting something else or there might be a, a pat coming and the raid leader that's watching on Discord didn't see it because he can't move the camera turn his camera you know yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and it's just uh, uh it's difficult well i mean maybe he would want to like watch somebody else behind like i don't think i've ever in my entirety i've never had a raid leader who was a tank ever yeah true or or wasn't in the raid for that instance either you okay know? so well, we, we have, have had that <laughs> have because you? our uh, uh, three weeks ago, our raid leader got banned for something, and uh, <laughs> like m beginning of raid. Okay, I like so it. Well, actually, right on. after Hydros. Yeah, so he continued to play a raid leader while watching the perspective of multiple people. He actually had like two people pulled up in his perspective or yeah, something. There were multiple wow. people streaming, so he just watched in, in retail people. mythic raiding. They run, what is it, 20 men? They usually run a leader who's outside. Uh, yeah, like the problem coach. is that it's like a, that, that's like a high level. These people all know each yeah. other. They know the raid, they know who the raid leader is. This is a note. We have one life. We have one attempt. Yeah. You have the raid leader be outside the raid. Uh. Yeah. And, and I think, I think we're going to, we're, we're going to find a lot out tomorrow. Tomorrow's our first attempt at like molten core trash farming. So I'm sure we're going to see uh, the majority of people's personalities that are going to be in the raid. 
how we decide those people out of the 120 players that we have that want to go to Molten Core to be in the initial 40 person roster is going to be based off gear, Warcraft logs, um, you know, overall preparedness, consumables, stuff like that. And then from then on out, it's going to be get a feel for people's personalities, um, see how hard the trash is hitting. And it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. I'm, I am excited. You Okay, you guys are all going to stream it, right? So there's no requirement to stream it. The problem... No, 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 but you guys... I will I'm just if I'm about, in the raid. <laughs> right? Like, Cargo's Well, Cargo's I am going to be tuning in if I can. Cargo's will, but he won't be in the raid tomorrow because his hunter is our guild bank with the flask recipes and we can't risk that dying. And his paladin just died oh. in the 50s uh, two nights ago. So, oh, no! But it, it, what's crazy is, I mean, when we go into Molten Core for the, the rag kill, I'm talking the pinnacle, like the finale, right, of the whole road to rag event. Whether we live or die, there might be close to 100,000 people watching spread across all the streamers, right? If you're yeah. streaming that raid, there is a large audience of people that are going to be showing up. And we've even discussed, you know... Okay, if you are a content creator, how do you approach raiding? Because if you let a tank die because you're healing and you're thanking uh, Megan for subbing to your right. channel for 15 months in a row instead of focusing on the raid, right? Right. You're not only wasting your time; you're wasting thousands of hours of gameplay across 40 players. Uh, and it's it's a scary thought. So we've talked about you know. Okay, how do we handle content creators? Do we require emote only chat? Do you know like like the Well, and know. if you're streaming, it's going to be on record yeah. of any mistake that you made. Oh my god, I hadn't thought about that before you just said that. If you don't use keybinds and you're clicking and you're streaming or the road drag event, there will be several Reddit posts about you individually. Like you <laughs> like you know how it works, right? Like it's it's a scary thing. Um, just turn off your just turn off your your mouse pointer, and then they don't yeah, know if you're clicking. Yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Give them Genius. ammo, Bob. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then, but here's my. I don't turn it off. Here's my biggest question: Is so you guys aren't going to do the PTR? Nope. But my question is that they've made significant changes. Yes, they have. To molten core. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> how we, is, they did play the PTR once. So some of the people in the yeah. main raid played the PTR once. So some of the people did, but we're also having a guildwide meeting where there's going to be, you know, the Discord, you know, pedestal speaker that no one else is allowed to talk, and it's going to be whoever we decide to be our raid leader. Right now, we're leaning towards Ompi. I don't know if you guys know Ompi from um, Grizzly. He's a big classic raider back in the day, private server player. I, mean, I know Grizzly, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know his act. Like, I, yeah, I don't well, really you know, know Grizzly for runners. probably for their negative, like their yeah, negative we, posts, right? <laughs> yep. But Ompi, we definitely covered that. Ompi is one of the most blessed human beings on the planet. Like, Omp, Omp is amazing. He's a, he's a wonderful human being. Uh, the actions of that guild, in my opinion, definitely don't reflect on him as a person. Uh, he, he's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful person. You know, full one hundred parser like rank top top five in all of molten core like he's a very very strong world of warcraft player and when it comes to okay, raiding but just because you're really good at your job doesn't mean you can lead a raid 
He's all yeah. Well, he's also a leader. We've 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 raided with him in the past. You know, a lot of us have anyway. Off of hardcore, and he's a great leader. But the problem is, he's a little quiet at times. So we need to work with him. But we're gonna have sometimes, the raid lead is sometimes designated. the people that are less, not less, but sometimes the people that are good at what they do mm-hmm. are better teachers. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, he raid led. Grizzly, like I mean, he, sh- he okay. should be fine. I th- I think uh, it's weird too because you know, like when you're from a high end guild and you go into playing with non high end raiders, sometimes right, you, you end up you with, with lack of expectations. Things. Exactly. Yeah, some things you may be thinking, oh my 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 warlocks know to banish their targets. That should be a sign, you know. And then like they, the warlocks just don't know, right? Or yeah. things things like that can happen. But the idea is we're gonna get a raid lead. Once we get that lined up, we're probably gonna have two or three like big figureheads. Um, we're gonna watch footage of the of the road to rag or the molten core with the changes, and we're gonna go over each fight individually, one on one as a guild. Like we're gonna have all of them in the in the Discord call. You know, the leaders sharing their screen. We're we're going over strategy, and we're probably gonna do it a couple times and just drill it into people's face what the mechanics are of the fight. Because if someone blows me up. In molten core because they don't know the mechanics i'm gonna be very upset and i'm a very not upset kind of human being there might be people throwing their keyboards out the windows there might be people you know getting real mad at someone messing up so it's gonna be an interesting but then there's a lot of pressure right like now there's like so much pressure on people to not mess up yes that those people that like take the like fight response instead of the fight response. <laughs> it's like yes. professional sports. Epically fail. It's like, okay, the a professional baseball team has to play another professional baseball team. That's a lot of pressure. But you're chosen to be in this raid. You need to be able to know what you're doing, perform well, and do the mechanics, right? Like that's when like you've the made it to prerequisite. 60. Exactly. You've made and it to 60 made it through to hardcore. 60. Like yeah. you're you're expected. <laughs> you would hope that they can handle it. I do want to know. When do you guys, because in the hardcore challenge, while while leveling, there's always that point where you're like, time to run. Yeah. Will there be a time to run? Yes. So we talk about that too. During certain times in Molten Core. I talk about it all the time on Fs. Uh, part of being a good player in hardcore and part of being someone that can get to 60 and, and does is being able to decide on the fly, like snap second decision, do we fight this or do we run? Right. Because knowing the outcome of that sets you up for success on your leveling journey. Right. There will be times where we will we will be running for Molten Core uh, and it's going to come down to the raid lead. And when that raid lead calls run, better hope you're low on the threat table. You pop your limited invulnerability potion into <laughs> a light of a loon and you try and make it to the exit. You know, we've talked about having mages yeah. pre pop portals before making pulls so everyone can just run in and click on a portal if it goes bad the problem with that is, is flask of petrification in it is in uh i believe we don't have a, a recipe yet you know because it's a world drop like one percent chance but uh i think we've decided mage portals are against the spirit of the challenge so flat petri flask Damn. and like ghetto her thing is probably also going to be against the spirit of the challenge I think it's going to be like nifty stopwatch swiftness spotlight of a loon. Get the hell out of there. Do whatever you can do to get out and hope that you make it, you know, to survive 
to bring in the B team. I didn't even think about ghetto her thing either. Yeah, I mean, we're we're probably gonna have an A, B, and C raid roster lined up outside the dungeon, ready to go. If a, if a rogue dies from group one, we swap it with one of the rogues from raid group B in in that group, right? Uh, to make everyone feel better, you should give them names like colors. Yeah, we probably feel should. Like they're on the B squad. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be not, Listen, not everybody's a winner. Squad. <laughs> yep, not everybody's a winner. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be tuning into whoever is streaming that's in the raid tomorrow. We're gonna be decorating our Christmas tree. I can't <laughs> wait to watch. Well, I hope to be there. Maybe dies. you can watch me. I, I hope I'm there. I don't know yet. Uh, they haven't let oh, me know. Man. There's a lot of geared people. You know, Bobka in specific is full like he could walk into nax right now he's playing a rogue he's got full 0.5 set the oh shit like yeah the, he's got double crusader on both dalren's weapons like he's 100 percent previous and abyss over a lot of mc gear anyway uh it's it's actually insane the level at which these people that are playing hardcore are getting geared he's gonna have to because i was a rogue in original vanilla he's gonna have to understand three to four sunders before going oh, in it, and more than that. on cooldown <laughs> more, more than that you, i mean we don't have fury prot we don't have world buffs the tanks are going to gen threat real low yeah well in original vanilla we didn't have oh yeah fury back prot either. yeah we way back prot. when yeah yeah, sorry. yeah yeah so like the the rogues would literally just wait forever and you would use fate on C on CD, and then the rogue officer in the rogue chat would have like a macro that says uh, uh, "vanish now." Yeah, and that's like mid fight or certain fights were different times, but he would hit that, and all the rogues would like drop aggro, then come and come back in. Like it was a real like aggro was a huge thing when you had full prot tanks. I would like to say also though, during that time there were only estimates of threat. There are now real threat numbers that we can measure in real time. If someone yeah. pulls and dies, <laughs> that's like, that's they shouldn't be at this point. <laughs> I mean, we still had threat apps. It was just. Well, no, they were estimated. estimated. Yes. You, could, yeah. you would never okay. want to be close. Is the But you still had threat apps, but your fear of dying was much less. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. if you died, somebody res you. And it was fine. You moved on with your life. Right? Now, like. Warlocks aren't yeah. seeding when it comes out, right? There's no seed in uh, okay, vanilla. Either way, that's what I'm. I'm just <laughs> trying to make an analogy. Who cares here. about what warlocks can and can't do, Bob? What I'm saying is that <laughs> you're not gonna get the first hit if you think that if you die, you have to delete your 60 characters. Yeah, there's no pre-dotting. <laughs> that, that's my fear, to be honest. Uh, I've been running 60 60 dungeons with some of these people that are currently in the 60 guild. And I'm not going to lie, some people are just getting complacent. You know, they're yeah. they're starting to feel invincible. They're starting to feel like there's char their characters cannot die. We had a group full wipe almost. One person lived and it was a hunter that feigned death in uh, Lower Blackrock the other day. They some Sometimes you just you, you make one mistake and it can kill not only you, but everyone there. And combined, you know, that's... 10 days played time on each character, right? So you've got 50 days played just deleted immediately. And my biggest fear in Molten Chorus is people that have that mentality of I need I need to 
prove to the world how good I am at doing damage right. and and just ripping threat and turning, you know, turning a mob towards the raid. Raid takes huge amounts Getting of damage. Everybody cleaved. Yeah, well, I'm I'm even worried about raid damage because the healer is going to be freaking out, right? They're going to be like, oh, God, raid damage, yeah. right? They're going to be pumping. And then the tanks might get left alone because the raid took a bunch of damage. Yeah. And then when the tanks get left alone, the tank might die. And if the tank dies, we're all screwed. We all die, right? And Because the, before that, it was like, let the, let the raid die, heal the tank, right? Like, mm -hmm. that was your mentality right if you had to choose somebody you choose the tank and now it's like don't make stupid mistakes because i yeah. can't heal you like i have to heal the tank and then there's rng you know like fire blossom on the mod like web post baron yeah fire blossom could two shot you just based off rng and, it, and it'll burn through your fpp and kill you just you're dead yeah that we've we experienced it a lot in normal, <laughs> yeah. In, in normal. Yeah. So, so then, so the problem with that though is that now your your prebis changes to stand gear instead of damage gear, right? And for for people like Bob and I, the warlocks, there is a very large difference in dreadweave for stamina int versus shadow damage greens in terms of survivability and max damage output, right? So, where is the line that we need to draw when we're balancing that to survive kind of RNG things like fire blossom? But at the same time, still be able to kill bosses on these new season of mastery boss fights uh, in in a time because we need to kill the bosses before the healers run out of mana. That's really what it comes down right. to. And healers are going to be for a rude awakening, right? Because yeah. in classic or in vanilla WoW, I could not spam flash heal all the time. That is not a thing. That is not what I could do. Mm -hmm. But in classic wow as a priest well how do you know because you were you were a druid in vanilla wow okay well, because it's true. the Fight priest times were long. needed to innervate every time from me okay gotcha. so i knew they couldn't spam flash the whole time but the fight times matter a ton even in like in the classic vanilla that we just played we don't you there were times you if you look at the top logs versus lower logs top people only classic flash heal Medium longs with longer kill times that you just can't get away with it. It definitely yeah, is you can't it. get away with it. But that's all that our healers did. The fight times are super concerning right now. If if we cannot kill a boss before the healers run out of mana, the whole raid wipes, and that's just the end of the story, right? But then how do you prio your 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 prebis to kill the boss fast, but still not get one not shot die. by a by a you know, a fear for Magnadar so into the fire on the ground, right? Uh, you also, really have to be, be disappointed. Team. You really have to be a team, right? Because I will be happy no matter what. Because I'm going to be honest with you. This part is really cool and fun. You guys are probably all just going to die, though. 100%. And I'm like, okay with it. I'm okay, <laughs> okay. with it. So, so Duranosaur <laughs> and I have, we have a very similar philosophy. This is the season of hardcore for us. We've been playing hardcore for a long time already. This is going to be the year where we dedicate the entire year, whether it's road drag or not, to end game hardcore, you know, raiding. And I'm sure a lot of people from the community will also want to do that. Right. When we walk into Molten Core and if we wipe and we go through 200 members in the guild, right, just everyone's dead. Rack isn't dead yet. I think that would light more of a fire under me to continue playing hardcore than it would had we go on like going and one shot it. 
Um, but I'm also a sadist. I hate enjoyment and I hate having fun with my life. Right. So there's people that are like me and then there's people that aren't. But I, it, for me, it's been a dream to just get people that want to play hardcore and in an endgame setting. Walking into Molten Core would be a win in my book. I don't care how much we kill. I don't, if, if we kill a boss, cool, right? That's even better. But if I get to walk into Molten Core with 40 hardcore players, I'm already like on the clouds enjoying life. Good. Cause that's how I that's a, that's how you should see it, because I think that is incredible that it, that alone is already breaking out of what anyone can do. Right? Just making it yeah. there. And then the fact right. that it's buffed is just like I'm not saying it's impossible, <laughs> but it is sort of like the expectations have become different. <laughs> that's yeah, <it's> nuts. <laughs> Okay, so you have a warlock. You have a warlock at sixty Winky, right? I do. I do. Do you have a backup? I'm working on a hunter right now as a backup. Yeah. So my warlock that's could interesting die to think that you wouldn't work on a warlock as a backup to kind of fill the same spot. Well, right? I'm also I'm also like a, I'm a content creator, and I don't want to bore the audience with playing the same class that's twice right. in a row, or bore <laughs> yourself too. Yeah. That's why I'm doing three different characters. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm on a current challenge right now. Like right now, I'm on a challenge specifically just for me. I'm trying to do every class in the game consecutively without dying. So I just finished Rogue okay. before Season of Mastery came out, and then my I one shot the Warlock. Thank goodness. So there's two. Right. So if I can get this hunter down, that's three and then it's seven more and I've got a year to do it. So I think I think I can do it. Warrior would probably be the hardest. Um, yeah. But we'll see. You know, who knows? Priest, and then and I'll have lots of backups. Priest is so <laughs> fun. Priest. Priest, Priest is, is very fun. Between you got, so what, spirit tap, improve wand ability. Like you, you are so self. That's all I got. I got wands, yeah. spirit tap, and now I got shield. <laughs> The only like, that's where I'm my at. the only problem I have with my priest is that I'm playing with a backstab rogue who wants the last kills because mm. you gain like a crit buff from getting murder? the last no. hits. That's not like, it, It's like murder or like relentless strikes or something like that. Yeah, some weird... So it's just like yeah, I, I, play I just with didn't a take warlock. <laughs> I play with a warlock that wants to drain life or soul or whatever, and yeah. I always get the last hit. It's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, but you, you can just yeah, tap. Why do I have to drain life? For soul stones, you can or just for tap. like soul shards, so you can make me health stones. No, no, that's not trade life. Okay, whatever you're Why doing. Why do I trade life? Because oh, you're taking damage while you're you're making bolts in the middle of the road, or because I'm not getting heals. Yeah, you're doing. <laughs> you should well. always let Mel get the spirit tap though, because her man is your man at the end of the day. You just tap it down, Thank she'll heal you. you. Oh, I just like basically dot up, but like I'll just like I'll I'll I'll, I'll just trade life because like I bet like. I'm at 75% life and I don't like that. We have True. we had this incredible combo. I don't I mean we've already been talking for a very long time, but I love Priest Rogue because Mind Blast is an insane amount of threat. So we have the dagger rogue is behind the target the whole time, basically right till it dies. So I shield myself, mind blast, wand, I'm at full mana. He's getting insane amount of damage done. We move on to the next one. It's like incredible yep. <laughs> i don't ever fun. mind blast anymore i didn't even train mind blast the, the only reason i'm doing it well I'm, I'm going shadow and then it helps with like what our combo is like the main yeah. Focus, yeah i guess for me like i've never had to think about what i wanted to train right like, <laughs> you I've must never trained. played a warrior <laughs> i've trained yeah. everything that's available right like yeah. now i'm like should i spend 16 silver 
on this ability. And I'm like, what am I talking about? I can guarantee you don't need to train resurrect. I already did. You trained. And I did it like in like instinctively. Yeah. At you the didn't beginning. tell me that on stream. You told me I was like, well, yeah, you don't you don't need to trade that. And you're like, yeah, I didn't. No. So you're just you're outing yourself right no. now. Go back to stream. It's, it's, I was it's like, on file. I yeah, go back and look at it. I was there and I was like, well, I trained resurrect. I guess I shouldn't have trained that because that's not gonna help me. How does the achievement feel? Like you're breaking up a marriage right now over this resurrection information. I will tell yeah, you, you guys listen, good. listen. Hardcore duo, we've been married for 12 years. Okay. I love Bob in and of his deficits here, right? But mm -hmm. there has never been more stress on our relationship than my life attached to his right <laughs> like i am like i want to kill you right now like but i want to go over here and he's like but i want to go over here and it's like well if we both go to different areas we're gonna die and it's this like standoff right but i'm the like but aren't you happy that i know so much about the game and i know where we should go next i know Bob didn't know there are bags take. on vendors nope. No, no, no. Bob has to be the passive one because he pees more than I do. Okay. <laughs> so when you go to the bathroom more than me, you have to be passive. Okay. So he has just submitted at this point to accepting that I'm going to pull things with my priest because I'm very strong right now and I can pull things and I can kill them with or without him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I love your puppy. Is this oh, a German sorry. Shepherd puppy? Yeah, she's German she's shepherd. half Shepherd, half Husky. <gasps> oh, oh that's gosh, amazing. Gonna say hi, Emma. Here, I'll move the camera closer. Yeah. Hi, baby. Can say hi, Emma. Oh my gosh. She's she's feeling uh, her mom's out oh. shopping. So. Oh yeah. She comes have... and she puts her hands here because I tried to teach her to shake once, and she uh, now now instead of shaking, she just constantly thinks she has to. Put her hand on you to show affection. <laughs> this makes you happy, like, right? Hey, hey. Yeah, see, look what you like right there. Look, there's two yeah. hands. Uh, That's, uh, I like, have a dog that knows shake, and then I can also go sit, and then I go bang, bang, and he, and he oh, lays down like cool. he just got shot. That's oh, awesome. It's, it's, it's super cool. How is it cute? Like that? I feel like that's just horrible. Why are we teaching <laughs> All right. dogs? Well, we okay. have we have went very long, so. We could probably talk about this forever. We're going to get to talk more with you next week, right? Yeah, in on Friday. In the chat. Saturday. On Saturday next week, yes. Saturday, yep. Yeah. Saturday next week. Next week. F's in the chat. Uh, stay stay tuned real quick to, to find out how to find that if you have never watched it. But it is a really fun show, and I think you will enjoy it. But first off... Don't forget to don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us an email with your wow stories or just whatever you want to say, it's wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our dis our Discord and interact with the host of this show or any show, it's mash.gg slash discord. Make sure to ping us. How can you help the show? Well, I mean, it's been happening a lot. People, you've been writing in saying that you told your guildies about the show. That's really one of the best ways because that's a lot of people that you could turn on at one time 
and you have the power to do that. So do that. If you want to do something else, you can leave us a review on iTunes or warcraftradio.com slash directory. All right, guys. Ryan, where can we find you? Hi, you can find me. You can actually find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at The Yip Show now. Uh, you can find tanking guides and log reviews and hardcore nice. content and all kinds of stuff because I like World of Warcraft. So go, go there. Nice. I make nice. stuff now. Sweet. All right. And Mel, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Warcraft Reloaded every Friday. Um, <laughs> perfect answer. <laughs> I mean, that's really it. You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. I am really horrible. And you can find me on Bob's stream at I don't know what it is, but you can find <laughs> me there. I'm usually <laughs> doing with him sometimes. And Wiki, where can we find you? And what times normally do F's in the chat run? Because you're changing the date. You know, to like to be on the show tonight, you change the day, mm -hmm. and next week you change the day to have us on. Yeah. So let everybody know where they can find you. Sure. Yeah. So you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Winky, or on Twitter, uh, Winky Potamus on Twitter. So it's Winky like the house elf, and Potamus like a hippopotamus put together, one word. Um, Fs in chat runs Fridays at four p.m same pst is the same time this show runs which is why we had to move them around yeah. a little bit it's a bummer because uh, like i always want to watch it yeah we used to do it on tuesdays but uh we lost grace for days as a co-host and he was the typical co-host for the first like 70 episodes or something like that so um just to appeal to people's time frames friday seemed to work better in terms of co-hosting oh. Actually, tell because the audience for us on audio might not have any idea what F's in the chat is. I just thought about that. Yeah, sure. It's a it's a vodcast, is what I call it. It's not a podcast, you know, because it has clips from YouTube and Twitch and all these other things. But essentially, we talk about World of Warcraft, talk about the state of classic WoW, a um, little bit of banter in the beginning, and then we watch a lot of hardcore death clips from uh, from the Warcraft community. Um, eventually, we're gonna get on to other versions of hardcore with other games as well and i'll bring in other other hosts for that but right now it's 100 just classic wow deaths highlights things around the community what what the warcraft hardcore community is up to that week and that's basically uh what we do nice nice all right is that available on youtube also i don't yeah. think it is, is, oh, it it? is. it's on is it? yeah if it's youtube uh just winky potamus on youtube I'm a little yeah, behind. Sure. I'm, well, I'm three I episodes can watch behind. Watch it on that then. Yeah. Okay. I was about. Uh, I was about to say. I've. I've looked, and I'm like, oh, I guess he's yeah, not doing I, I, YouTube. Typically, anymore. I try and keep up with every week, converting it and sending it to YouTube. But I just haven't had time. I work sixty hours a week. I'm and I'm trying to keep up with Tyrannosaur leveling and getting my pre-raid base. It's just been a nightmare. So I the. Oh yeah. I, I'll uh, give you the advice that I give everyone in my guild. Quit your job. I need to, to be Stop honest. Working. No. Oh, you don't have one. time for your consumes? Quit your job. I love my job though. I need about 900, 900 more average years on Twitch and I'll quit my job. <laughs> Mel, Easy, are, right? You're missing raid next Tuesday, aren't you, Mel? Listen, I'm not quit your job. missing it. <laughs> no. 
All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming quite a lot now on twitch.tv slash Bob. So just look come for say Winnie's hi. duo with Mel and then you can attend. It's a good time. I'm much better at managing chat. It's been uh it's been super cool having a lot of listeners from the show stop in, you know, stay long. You know, I don't have a huge chat. Like it's usually like five to twelve people. But it's been great, like just having them chat with me and yeah, it's been a good time. So join me there. All right, guys. We're gonna get out of here. Okay. It's been what epic show. Lots of hardcore, but you know, I we needed to get it out. <laughs> I have a feeling that the future is more hardcore to you. Yeah, our our mission statement has changed. I feel like a couple of weeks ago, you were like, you're like, listen, we're we're a TVC podcast. We're a classic podcast through and through. We're that not looking Melissa. at season of of mastery. And what? now it's like, uh, we'll talk about you half hardcore. Blame me least. for all of this. Yes, a hundred percent. I also said a hundred percent. I wasn't going to play classic. Because it ruined my life once and it wasn't going to happen again, right? Like, I was 100% on board not to play Classic WoW. I was 100% on board not to do Hardcore. It's fine. I admit that I'm wrong. Sometimes you're just wrong and you just got to go with the flow. So we'll see you guys guys. next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 